With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The new choice for sports talk in Michigan. Three homegrown guys that live and breathe local sports. That's how I roll. Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. How many guys does it take to be wrong about everything? Up in the workout. Back to work, everyone. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Drew, I don't know about you, but man, do I feel unencumbered today. You know, it's funny. I was talking to Fongers before the show. I said, wow, I got twice as much done today in half the time. I don't know how that happens. And there's no black cloud hanging over the show today. No. Is that weird? It feels strange. Everyone is upbeat and positive and having a good time. Work's fun again. Why? You know why? I, I can't figure it out. I can't pinpoint it. Let me give you one little hint as to what it might be. Okay. Jim Costa is homesick today. That's what it is. I didn't I have to like argue million... about everything I did today. I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> I'm like a new man. <laughs> I mean, I've, I'm, I, I, I got a little pep in my step. I think this is the first time you and I have been able to do a gentleman's sports show. Absolutely. Where we're just having fun. Everything isn't so angry and salty. Today's a salt-free zone, and, and I feel fantastic. Oh, you know what? You know what it feels like. Uh, just play it, man. Oh no, I'm gonna I play a little. We're just gonna play a little drop. That just. Like, oh, but I love it. Oh, it feels so good. Man. Hmm. So, how are you today, Drew? Well, with no Jim here. Yeah! Sun- <laughs> it's sunshine and puppy dogs. I'm telling you, it is. It's it, it, all positivity. It is literally puppy dogs coming up later on this hour. I know. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Jim, well, he's going to be back tomorrow, so it's let's Jim. enjoy it while we can. Let's More just... than one sick day would likely kill him. Like, I, uh, Probably, but a sick day heals us. <laughs> you know, There's a great healing going on here today. Great healing. Good to see you, Drew. Dude, it's good to it's good to see you, my friend. It's it's just good to talk to you in a normal setting <laughs> where we don't have to have Jim bitching about something in the background. God. Like we legitimately Brian and I got so much done today, and I was like, How did we get so much stuff done? He goes, We didn't have to argue about every step of everything. <laughs> and we we're both I'm like, just yeah. telling you, I feel I, I feel twenty years younger. Our show prep like meeting I, took a third yeah. of the normal time. Yeah, and it was like zip, 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 done, go. It was so awesome. Man. Well, we hope you have the same experience today as listeners of the program. Jim will be back tomorrow. Uh, so get your positivity in. Um, enjoy the show today without yelling at everyone. And let's just have fun, right? Just fun. We're going to relax, man. We're going to relax. I know. We're going to chill. I feel like I smoked a doobie myself. Man, I feel so good. Do you know what the only thing that would make this show better? Let's crack a beer. I was going to say rum punch. Were you going to say rum punch? 
No, man. Some- you know what? Brian, you want to go upstairs see if we've got some Big Lakes Brewing Ryko up in the fridge upstairs? Yeah, yeah, do that. Get one of those triple-hopped uh, deuce-deucers for me. And take them out of Jim's side of the fridge. Jim's side of the fridge, absolutely. Absolutely. We should get us a couple of cold ones going on in here. Ugh, that would be even better. I mean, I don't know what's going to make this show better, but that's a good place to start. A couple of Big <laughs> Lake Brewing beers would definitely make it better. And we're going to need all that momentum, all the energy we can to come up with uh, this tiger talk we have to get to. Ah, uh, the Tigers. I know. Snapped I the three-game losing streak last night, though. That was nice. Daniel yeah, Norris then, with a strong outing. And then they'll just, you know, go ahead and lose two or three more. So it doesn't really matter. But, yeah, Norris pitched well. And they did it without Nick Castellanos in the lineup last night. Right, part of reset. two days rest for the Tigers' uh I'm going to say troubled third baseman. Are we at troubled at this point? I don't know, but I feel like we might be. Okay? The thing with Nick Castellanos, he's getting some time off. But do we think maybe the Tigers ignored some signs with this guy? That this season wasn't going to be a breakout year or that maybe there were some underlying issues going on that Nick Castellanos was dealing with? I think there's a better than 50% shot, Drew, that Nick Castellanos started to believe his own hype. Okay? For the longest time, he was an untouchable in the organization, all the way back to, to West Michigan, right? I mean, he was the guy there. No one ever wanted to trade him. Now, keep back, let's go back to the offseason. What did he say in the offseason that we all shook our head at and said, sure, um, okay, buddy? That he wanted the, the whole call me Nicholas thing? Right, no more Nick, yeah. I'm Nicolas. Nicolas. I am Nicolas Suave. You know what it reminded me of when, when Nick Cage wanted to start being called Nicholas? Right. I was or like, any why? other player why? who wants to change what they're called, right? Right. I mean, you know, there, there are a few exceptions for me. You know, when Cassius Clay became Muhammad Ali, all right, man, you're Muhammad Ali now, cool. But he converted. Right. It was a religious reason. There was, there was a purpose right. behind it. There was some deeper meaning than the superficial pronunciation and spelling of one's name right well let me ask you a question then do you remember opening day we were watching it at our little shindig and i turned to you and said what the hell is nick wearing around his neck because he was wearing a (laughs) scarf remember that and i said what is he what is that (laughs) i mean i half expected him to come out in a smoking jacket with a pipe (laughs) just saunter up to the plate Eventually trade in his pipe for a bat. I'm telling you, Jim, or Drew, he doesn't need need a reset. He needs to get his head right and stop believing that he's the greatest thing ever. I think that's the problem. I think Nick, now Nicholas Castellanos, got a little full of himself. Maybe he forgot how hard he worked to get where he is. Maybe he forgot that he should be humble like J.D. Martinez and good things will come to him. He said he's, he's always going to be an average fielder. But you can deal with that when the guy's clubbing the ball, right? Right, on a consistent basis. And that was why fans loved him last year was he was one of the only guys in the lineup who could get a hit on a nightly basis. He was one of the guys you could count on. And he was Nick. Nick's your buddy. Nick's your pal. Right. Nick's my buddy who wears that uh, you know rubber ducky tank top. He's a cool right. dude. He doesn't wear a smoking jacket and a scarf. He's relatable. 
I'm just telling you, I think there might be something to the changes that we've seen this guy make. I think he needs to get back to his roots, like Rocky, you know? Yeah. When Creed took it, when they when what's the one where he went to Siberia? Four? I think that's the one. Started chopping wood, started running in the snow. He had to get back to his Philly roots. Eye of the Tiger, man. I think I think Nick Castellanos needs to get that Eye of the Tiger back. Stop with the extravagant scarves. That was quick. Thanks. I didn't even tell you that. Scarves. Stop with the Nicholas. You're Nick. You're you're my buddy. You're my pal. You need to get back in there with the eye of the tiger. Get back to where you were. Get that breakout season going. <laughs> we got jokes already on Twitter. Scott oh, says yeah. changing names worked really well for Joseph Harrington. Has it ever worked for anybody, really? Uh, our, our comedian Albert friend. Albert Bell, Joey Bell. Yeah. Stu McAllister. I'd like to be Stuart from now on. Thank you. Oh, full, full, full. Finger snaps to you, sir. That's right. But, but I mean, I, I feel like that might be some kind of an underlying indication that maybe he's getting a little big for his britches. Anyone with me? Or is it just a slump? <laughs> Not producer Chris in Detroit says he's Charlie Sheen from Major League into Major League Two. Mm-hmm. He's Dorn. He thinks he's made it. 866-314-9696. Did I just diagnose the Nick Castellanos problem? You notice I call him Nick. Well, I'm going to hold out hope for this guy. I was going to say, that's the one you love. That's your well, I Castellanos. He, I like that guy. I like Nick Castellanos. I don't think I like Nicholas. No. I joked with my roommate earlier this year. We were sitting around watching the Tigers game. I was like, did, did Castellanos, are there like, is he wearing like six gold chains now? It used to just be the one. I, I'm telling you, I feel like Nick's off the rails a little. I think he needs to get up there without batting gloves on, rub some dirt and spit on his hands and swing the bat. Because the talent's there. He's hitting the ball hard. But he didn't stay true to himself. And all the things that got him to where he is, Drew, he needs to get back to that. Joe in Windsor wants to know, if he gets the eye of the tiger, though, will he need to wear a monocle? Maybe. With his smoking jacket and pipe. If he... He can still someday wear the smoking jacket and pipe after he's become an all-star. Right. Miguel gets to wear the smoking jacket and pipe. Hell, even Victor... Gets to wear the smoking jacket and pipe. JD's next to put on the great smoking jacket and pipe. Kinsler can wear one. That's about it. Maybe Upton on a good day. This guy hasn't earned it. He thinks he's arrived and he hasn't. How many times have we seen that out of jocks, Drew? Guys who think they've arrived and they haven't. Eric Ebron's kind of a guy who thinks he's arrived and he hasn't. That's why the fans are so hard on him. Amir Abdullah would be another one. Why fans are so hard on him. You, you've heard it. You heard it in the past. About Matt Stafford, um, yep. you know, where, where he was confident before the success really got there. And then the success got there, and you were like, all right, all right, young man, do your thing. But you've had that a lot, you know, where these guys talk like they're WWE wrestlers cutting a promo, you know. We're coming for the title, and the only thing standing in my way is me. What? Exactly. No. No, the, the only thing standing in your way is the other teams in the, you know what? It's okay. Right. Right, but but I think Nick's Nick's problem is is Nicholas, Nick versus <laughs> Nicholas. 
Do we want to do a Twitter poll of the day this early? Do it. Uh, do it. All right. We, that's, that's, Damn it, do Drew. It. Do it. Do it. Do it. Twitter poll of the day. Brian, here's how we're going to phrase this. Which Castellanos is your Castellanos? Nick or Nicholas? Nick or Nicholas? Vote on Twitter at Greg, Drew, and Jim. We'll give you updates throughout the show on the results. And if we start this early, we might end up with another poll question of the day. Who knows? Well, this year, let's just lay it out. Nicholas is hitting 200, or 220, four homers, 25 RBIs. He's committed nine errors. He's already tied last season's errors, in, uh, which took him 110 games. This is between the ears. This is Nicholas. Can we please... Please get Nick back. Nick is the guy everyone expected, not Nicholas. Not the smoking jacket wearing Nicholas. 866-314-9696. Are we barking up the wrong tree? Is there something to this? Or do you think he's just slumping? Because I hope it's something like I'm talking about. I'd hate to think the guy just can't play. That would be a major Major step back for this team. 866-314-9696. Who's your Nick? Nicholas Castellanos or Nick Castellanos? We'll discuss with you next. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. I love the song that's being sampled in this. Falling in love. You know that song, Drew? Baby, baby, falling in love. Good stuff from the 70s, Drew. There we go. Bring, brings back some good memories. Uh, speaking of good memories, I have good memories of Castellanos last year. Good ball player. This I year? Remember, I remember Nick. Do you remember when? Do you remember when? I, I, I'm just. This is just a theory, okay? I got to thinking about it yesterday when they told us that Nick Castellanos was going to get, or I'm sorry, Nicholas Castellanos was going to get two games off to kind of reset. And I thought back to spring training. Man, that Nick Castiano sure can play baseball. And remember, wasn't it during training camp that he changed his name from Nick to Nicholas? Isn't that when word came down? Late in camp somewhere, if I recall. Also, remember opening day, I turned to Drew because Nick was wearing this thing around his neck. And I said, what the hell is he wearing? Is that a scarf? So he got a smoking jacket under his uniform. Does he think he's big? Does he think he's big man on campus? BMOC. <laughs> but that was what struck me, and it kind of went away. Because if you remember, the, all they talked about for the first month was how hard he was hitting the ball. Right? Oh, doesn't matter that, that he wasn't hard getting hit any hits. Yeah. The, yes. Jim Costa's beloved hard hit ratio. Um. So, I just got to thinking maybe that's our problem. Maybe. He's believing the hype. Maybe he believes he's arrived, and he hasn't. He's still got a ways to go. I think they need Nick Castellanos back. Nicholas needs to take a hike. 866-314-9696. Who's with me? Chris in Battle Creek. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey, guys. How are you? Doing well, Chris. How are you? Christopher, how are you? I'm doing great. Christopher, that's right. Yeah, my dad doesn't call me that. Um, 
I got to say, I totally agree with you guys. We need Nick back. And I kind of wonder, too, if what didn't hurt him was how he finished last season. Remember, he was playing great baseball, and he got hurt at the end of the season. Yes. And then he didn't get to kind of finish that great season out that he had, you know, and I kind of felt like that was a breakout season for him. And he, I kind of felt like this year was supposed to be the breakout, Christopher. That's what I thought. Yeah, you're right. You're you're right. But, <laughs> but I guess what I'm saying is he start he he was really good last season, and then it felt like this one was going to be the monster season, right? And it seemed like he started out that way, and then it just went away. And I and I heard the guys talking. And it seems like his swing is getting long, and his confidence is definitely gone. And it even shows it with his fielding, too. I mean, I thought his fielding was getting better, and then, you know, here in the last couple of weeks, it's been atrocious. And maybe Tyler Collins is rubbing off on him or something. I don't know. Do you do you <laughs> Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you th- <laughs> you think you don't he's like buying the company his... he's hanging out with, huh? <laughs> oh my god. Tyler Collins strikes out 33% of the time. If he yeah. was 33% of the time, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Do you so you think they need Nick back? You think he's he's starting to believe his own hype a little bit and he hasn't arrived? I, I think that might be part of it because, you know, it, I, I don't know what else to point to, but I think his swing is getting a little long and he's just trying too hard. And then he's pressing and then the stupid errors come well yeah. in the field as well. And it just snowballs. And maybe the, maybe the two days off or three days off will help him because, like, last year, i got to give credit to Osmus, which I don't like to do. Last year he did that with Upton, and Upton came back and just exploded. So, hopefully but you know what? Here's the thing with Upton, though, uh, Christopher. Um, Upton, <laughs> <laughs> Upton is going to always be streaky. Castellanos last year showed that maybe he could be a guy who could always, you know, consistently be a threat. And right. I, I think he needs to reset his head. I think that's a good word for it, and get back to being Nick. And I remember when when he first came up, I said in five years he would be the second best hitter on the team, and it's year four, right? So still very I young. Thought, yeah, still young. But I thought this was going to be that year that really got him to take off, and it's like, uh-huh. oh gosh. Hopefully, hopefully the couple days off will get his mind straight, and we need him. We gotta have him. I mean, yep, he needs to get back to blue collar Nick. Christopher, have a great day. Say hi to Dad for us. Yeah, yeah will do. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> All right, man, take it easy. All right, the number is eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. We're talking about Nick Castellanos or Nicholas Castellanos. He changed his name in the spring training. He's uh, been a little full of himself. Maybe, uh, maybe we should have seen the signs earlier. 
Uh, and I don't think it's too late for him to get a reset. Maybe he'll come out of this and say, hey, I got away from doing the things that made me successful and helped me grow each of my first three years in the league. And uh, maybe maybe we were to that point. But, I mean, I'm telling you, I think I think if he does a little brain reset and tries to get back to what made him successful, Drew, I, th- I think we'll be very happy with him in the second half of the season. I hope so. I, I sincerely hope so. I hope that they can figure out how to get him back to what he was, back to the, I, I guess, kind of that. And it looked like just, I don't know how to describe it other than a kid who was so excited to be playing baseball. You know, yeah. there, there was he had that. When he was Nick, he had that bit of innocence to him, that bit of, like, still wide-eyed wonder at being in the bigs, you know? And, of course, that eventually goes away, but you want to hope that the humble attitude stays, that the appreciation for the game stays. And maybe he took took it for granted a little bit. Maybe he forgot, you know, how great it is to play baseball for a living. A couple of days off, think about it, get your head right, calm down and realize, hey, it's just baseball. I'm just playing baseball. You know, I'm not a scarf wearer. I don't need eight gold chains. I'm Nick Castellanos. I'm the kid who was untradeable during a World Series run. Uh, Scott says, I ran Nicholas Castellanos through Google Translate. It says it means Brandon Inge in Greek. (laughs) See what I mean? And the the crowd is turning on him. Jeff tweeted to us at Greg Drew and Jim said he does seem to have the attitude now. When he walks up to the plate, he looks like a peacock who has three MVPs. You're right. He, I mean, and that that's just observations. I mean, who knows what he's really thinking? But, you know, I mean, when you see him play, you got to wonder what's going on. And that's the only logical explanation. He didn't just start to suck overnight. He didn't just lose his talent overnight. It's between his ears. Between his ears is where the problem is. 866-314-9696. Do you think we need Nick back, or are you happy with Nicholas? Is that the problem? Also, coming up next, John Heyman put out a list of 70 players that could be moved at the deadline. Tell you who they are and see if you agree. Coming up next, it's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. All right, coming out in a little bit, about 10 minutes or so. Talk about a new bill that actually makes it legal for you to dine with your best friends. We'll discuss that coming up. But first, we're talking about Nick Castellanos. Is he believing his own hype? Changed his name to Nicholas in the offseason. Started wearing a smoking jacket to games. Of course, I'm talking about that really weird scarf he wore on opening day. But also the Tigers and some other news. John Heyman. Noted baseball insider put out a list of 70 players who could hit the trade block. And it is chock full of Detroit Tigers, Drew. Yeah. Surprisingly high on the list, too. Um, well, here's the here's the number one player, Zach Granke from the D-backs, okay? Um, he's not a bad player still. He's due a lot of money, like $150 million, um, which would which would limit where he could go. But number two, Drew, is very intriguing. Yeah. Number two on this list mm-hmm. is Tiger's ace, Justin Verlander. Michael Fulmer. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You said Tiger ace. Yes, I did. <laughs> Fulmer's the ace now. No, actually, they have ace 1A and 1B. But, yeah, he's you know when they put his contract in perspective – Justin Verlander's contract is 
Not awful. No. He's owed about half what Granky's owed. Now, uh, according to Heyman's piece, the Dodgers showed interest in the winter when Avila, when big Avila, released right. that blanket statement of everything's for sale. Now, it turned sure. out it wasn't. It, they just wanted to dump Cameron Mabin for nothing, but okay. Um, but here's what one rival said about the Tigers' likeliness to sell. He said, okay. I, the, uh, one rival said this according to the piece from John Heyman at uh, fanragsports.com. Says, I think they go for it to honor Mr. Illich, and besides that, Verlander is likely a Hall of Famer, which makes him a tough guy to trade. Now, if if you're a Tiger fan, do you believe that? I don't. That it's tough to trade Verlander? They're pieces of meat. His usefulness is in the trade market if this team is not any better. Right? If He's this not- is yeah, if this team is not contending Which it's not going to contend. I would agree with that. If it's not contending, if this team's not contending, Verlander is nothing more than a tasty ribeye. Sell him off and eat. Eat the new, you know, you sell the ribeye and get a new cow. I don't care if he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, I love that about him. I love Justin Verlander. But hanging on to pieces, to hang on to pieces, is just hanging on to memories. You're hanging on to what used to be. This club is not contending for a World Series, particularly when we know they probably won't add any pieces. You think you're going to make a run to honor Mr. I with this team? So you're going to honor him by running for 500. Good luck. That's what you're getting. Do you think you hold on to a Verlander for sentimental value? I don't. Maybe, I love the guy. Maybe the perspective there. Isn't that it's going to be hard to trade him as in, you know, no one's going to want him or it's going to be hard to move him. It's it's that it, it's a tough sell to a lot of the fan base. Greg, I know you are a rational human and you look at him as a service hey. provider. It's like switching cable providers. Once someone's a better deal, you go to another cable provider. Yep, I'm a hewer. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, give me, let's just, you know, I, I want what's good for now, not what was good five years ago. He's he's nothing more of the truth. I think that's brilliant. He's a cable provider. But when he starts going out, when the wind blows, I got to move on to one that doesn't. The better deal. So they say they're going to the reason the only reason they give for keeping him is because they're going to honor Mike Illich and go for it. No, they aren't. And, and how about this, Drew? The Tigers of 84 held on to guys too long. Guys who were past their usefulness. The Red Wings held on to guys too long. Guys who were past their usefulness. The Pistons of the bad boy era held on to guys too long. The minute they got dethroned by the White Sox, or not the White Sox, by the Bulls, <laughs> they should have started rebuilding. But no, we can't trade Lambeer. Can't get rid of Zeke. Not but Joe. It's over. But it's over. Now, also on this list, not just Verlander, here's here's the other guys. J.D. Martinez. I think we're all in agreement on that one. They're not going for it. No. You're, and you're not going to pay him. The Tigers are going to become small-time baseball. Get used to it. They're going to be the Twins because that's the way the new owner is going to want it. So get, get used to it. Yeah. 
You're going to watch a bunch of no-names like you did in the 90s because Chris Illich is going to turn into his dad circa the 90s. Remember when Mike Illich wasn't trying because he wanted a new stadium and couldn't couldn't afford payroll, he said? We're going back to the future, guys. Number 11 on the list, Ian Kinsler. Bye-bye. Yeah, and I like Heyman's take here, and I think it's really interesting. And we're going to get some of your calls very quickly here at 866-314-9696. It's 866-314-9696 as we're discussing Tigers trade options. John Heyman, of course, did with the list. 70 players he believes could hit the trade block. Uh, They're ranked in order of headline potential, and he's got three Tigers in his top 11. What he says about Ian Kinsler, though, is uh, I disagree that, with, by the way. Which, which okay, and I want to hear which part you disagree with. Okay, uh, Heyman says the price tag was high this winter, since he's a productive player with a fair deal, assuming his option is picked up. Okay, but Heyman goes on to say the Tigers will probably hold, but if they do sell, he'd bring the most back in return. That's what I disagree with. That you think you you think you'd get more for JD or Justin. Oh, I think Justin's the mother load at the deadline. Are you kidding me? Right. I, I think that is a franchise-altering trade for the better, if you get the right guys. I think he brings back top prospect after top prospect. His deal will be the closest to Herschel Walker that you could get, kind of like Chris Sale last year. You know, Jim's talked about this over and over. Chris Sale brought back some big prospects to the White Sox, including the best one in one of the best minor leagues in the Red Sox. I think JD. I think Ian brings the third most. Wouldn't you rather have JD Martinez and and pay for him, a corner hitting outfielder who plays with power, who's just scratching the surface of his potential, or a guy who may be retired in two years, or at least playing less innings? I don't want to talk you out of your opinion. No, no, you, no. I, I think you said I, you, I thought that you, was you agreed with that. I thought that was surprising. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He's too old for for that much in return. Like, what are you going to give up for a 35-year-old baseball player? Right. Seriously. But his his appeal, I think, over the other two, and the the way I understand Heyman, I guess, is positioning this, is that J.D. is not locked up. He'd be a rental for anyone who's trading for him. He's he's a rental player. Yep. And Verlander, that's still a big chunk of change, no matter how good he is. But isn't that a bargain for an ace? For an older ace, though? But an ace who still shows he can do it. I mean, he showed no indications. An ace who should have won his second Cy Young last year. Yeah. Guy was great. Guy who's proven over and over again he can figure it out. 866-314-9696 is the number. 866-314-9696. What do you think? These three players. Verlander at 2. Castellanos at 10. Kinsler at 11. God, if they have so many good players, why do they suck? Steve in Rochester Hills, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey, guys. Loving the topic as always. But you know what? I think this is going in the whole wrong direction. The Tigers do have a few good young players on the team. Okay? And you Not guys for long. Touch- yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> but but, but here, here's the reality of it. I mean, you, are, you hit it, the nail right on the head. You know, the Pistons, the Red Wings, the Tigers, they all held on to players way past their prime. So do we want to see a Miggy? Oh, yeah, we love Miggy but we're 30 games under 500 in a year or two from now. Or do we, we love Justin and, you know, we're 20 games under 500. Look, this team has a potential of rebuilding fairly quickly. Cabrera is your best option. And I know not a lot of people like that, you know, that topic. But the reality is, is 
I would rather see a team win, okay, than just having, oh, look, there's Miggy at first base. Oh, wave to him. He waved back. Yay. No, I want <laughs> performance. I want the team to be 5, 10, 20 games over 500. He is the guy who gets you the Herschel Walker. Now, I know people will say he's a little bit older. It's his injuries catching up to him. But there's always a Minnesota Vikings team out there. There's always some other team out there willing to give up a ton of stuff to make that one run. And he still has a contract where people, yeah, they're going to have to give up quite a bit, and the Tigers will have to take some you know, other big contracts in return. But you get rid of those, and then you get some prospects, and that's really what you're going to get with these guys anyways is prospects. They could flip the script and make this team better in the short term because they got some good young arms. I think you don't get rid of Martinez and you don't get rid of Verlander. And reality is, at second base, I think Kinsler has a couple more good years. They could really get things going if they got rid of Miggy. That's your gold mine right there. See, I think Verlander's the gold mine because he's a pitcher. He's an ace. And I agree. And Miggy's hitting two thirty-five or something right now. So well, and here's the, here's the other uncomfortable problem with Miggy guys. This year, he is the fifth highest-paid player in the league. He is the highest-paid first Andrew, baseman in the league, and they're going to worry we, that he's breaking well, we down. Have, we should have some few some few weeks left, correct? Until the oh, until the trade. There's plenty July. of time until you the get trade. July. You get till July. Exactly, exactly. But here's the thing: you hold on to him to that deadline. You let his batting average come up. You let him get healthy. Hopefully, even if he's not healthy, at least let that average get back up, and you sell him. You get out there, you send your salesman out there, and you throw the pitch out there, and you get something good in return. Maybe not like you know Minnesota Vikings gave up, but you're going to get something that could help this team quickly in some sort of prospect, especially at center field. you got a guy in the minors that could take over at first just temporarily. He's not Mickey. I'm not saying he's even close. But you have a position that can be filled, I think, quicker than anything else. Thanks for taking the call, guys. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate that. 866-314. 96-96. I still think Verlander brings the mother load. An ace with a reasonable contract signed right. through 19? Hells yeah, sign me up. Now, as somebody pointed out on Twitter, and I want to make sure that uh, that I quote this person correctly, because uh, Jeff said Verlander must have that no-trade clause, right? And he does. He yeah, has, absolutely. But he would... 5'10 player. If you told Justin Verlander that he was looking, you know, hey, listen, man, we're thinking... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thinking about trading you to the Dodgers. What What do you think? Doesn't wife have a house there? Oh, I think wife has like four houses across the globe. Um, I think he'd jump at that chance. He would jump because he wants to win a World Series ring. And as much as this Tigers team could rebuild quickly, has the potential to do so, Justin Verlander wants to be contending for a World Series for, I guess, I would say until he's done pitching, which might be at the end of this contract in three or four years. Miguel Cabrera, guys, as much as we'd like to believe as Tigers fans he's going to bring this massive mother load, his average salary until the end of his contract is $31 million a year, and he signed through 2024, five years longer than Verlander. And he's not helping himself by having a bad year in a, in a time frame when these players usually start to break down. 
the big guys. He had another oblique issue last week. That should be concerning. I don't think Miggy's a mother load. I think he gets you a player. I don't know if it would be anything all that sexy. 866-314-9696. Three Tigers in the top 11 of John Heyman's top 70 players to be moved. Verlander at 2, J.D. Martinez at 10, and Ian Kinsler at 11. Are you willing to part with Justin Verlander if that's the case? I am. I, You know, I, I'm very pragmatic. God love him. I need to restock this. This uh, I need to restock the farm system. And no one else could do that the way Justin Verlander could. Paul in Grand Rapids, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Doing well, Paul. Mm-hmm. How are you? Good. Uh, a couple thoughts in regards to the, the, the Tigers that are possibly on that trade list. Number one is I somewhat got to agree, uh, disagree with Greg on this aspect. I think the most valuable players can be J.D. Martinez. Just for the Mm-mm. simple fact that right now m- several major league teams are dying and desperate for hitting. And if Cespedes to, uh, last year got what he got in terms of trade value, I will tell you the market's in more demand for hitters this time around. In regards to I don't that, believe that. Hit- Let me just say this, Paul. I don't believe that because I think it all begins and ends, especially in the postseason, with starting pitching. But go ahead. Well, yeah, but here's the thing about J.V., and I'll agree with you on this aspect. The problem with JV is it's only going to be a market that teams that are going to be in contention for the next two to three years. Right. So that's that's the issue with JV. If you trade him, nobody team that's just, for instance, and I know this wouldn't happen, but the Twins aren't going to go out and grab someone like this because the next year they could drop off the face of the earth. I hate to say this, but you know, a team like the Yankees that could do something like this over the next two to three years, that's a team that could get Verlander. And, and lastly, in regards to Kinsler, there just isn't a market for second baseman. If you look around teams in Major League Baseball, really there isn't a market in need for second baseman. So that's that's my take on those three Tigers. What about you know? Um, and as far as JD goes, I think he brings players absolutely, Paul. I just don't think he he brings the mother load like JV. I, I mean, I, I think JV is right now the golden ticket if you really want to rebuild. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. 866-314-9696. I hate the idea of trading him, but be smart about it, right? You don't want to hold on to a guy who's not going to get a World Series title here because that's the goal. Yeah. And if there's no goal, if the Tigers have decided they're going cheap and small market, like I think Chris Illich is going to definitely do, then let free JV. Hashtag free JV. That's what I'm thinking. Let him go. He's going to just rot here for the next two years. You know, and with J.D., as far as he goes, trade him, too, if you really love him. Sign him in the offseason. You're going to be a free agent. Right. You're but, going to have to pay him anyway. Yeah, exactly. You're not getting a hometown discount. No, he's J.D. is going to get, and, and people keep thinking, oh, this is little J.D. Martinez, who we saved from the scrap heap in Houston. No. That's, again, that perception <laughs> problem that we have as fans. And I don't right. want to condescend people because we're trying to avoid condescending with Jim out sick. But God, it feels good. It does. It's so good. But this is the same problem we run into with you know paying Matt Stafford the money that he's due. Matt Stafford is going to get a $5 million a year raise. He is going to be a quarterback who makes 25 to $27 million a year. 
J.D. Martinez is going to get a significant raise on his next contract. It will be in the realm of star outfielders like Joanna Cespedes, maybe a little bit lower, but not by much. I mean, the guy has shown he can come back from an injury and hit with the fire of a thousand suns. The dude is a beast, and he's going to command that $20 million range. And as Jim brought up, I want to say it was last week, I don't know that the Tigers are going to have five twenty to $25 million players on the roster when in the next three to four years, you have to pay three talented young pitchers. Well, they'll they'll have the money. There's no salary cap, and he's a billionaire. But the question is, is he going to spend it? No. They could easily afford it. You got money. Spend it. 866-314-9696. Coming up next, I think is a litmus test. (laughs) There is a new law coming on the books in the state of Michigan. I'm a little sad Jim's not here for this one. And it's not even political. But if you're on the wrong side of this one, you're dead to me. (laughs) Tell you what it is coming up next. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. It's like the weight of the world has been lifted off our shoulders. We're happy-go-lucky guys. We like to have fun. Dad's not here today. At least the kid wearing his dad pants. Talking about Jim, of course, who was out ill. Thank God. Man, Drew, you should have seen the happy dance I did this morning when I got that text. (laughs) I was like, yes! Fun is back. Frivolity, madcap, zaniness, and mayhem will will prevail. It's like when Roger Goodell said celebrations were back in the NFL, you know? It just, yes. It was like somebody brought the fun back. I know. The fun sucker is gone, at least for today. Fun sucker Jim, homesick. Karma, hmm, just saying. You know, there's no condescension. There's no angry yelling. No name calling. <laughs> no, I'm smarter than everyone else. No millennial BS. Damn, it feels good. Doesn't it? It should. I I feel like I'm dipping my toes into the cool, cool water right now. I feel so free. No angry millennial today. Jim, the angry millennial. Now. Gone. It's. There's a new law in the books. Maybe. All right. The Senate in the state of Michigan is going to vote on it. Now, um, it's something that I think is a ridiculous thing that we have to put on the books. But we're going to do it anyway, okay? We're just going to make it legal. It's Senate Bill 122. What this would require restaurants to do is notify their local health department if they intend to allow dogs in their outdoor seating areas. Okay? A local government could override it. And, and choose to prohibit it. Now, here's the thing. What kind of sociopathic idiot would be opposed to having a dog sit next to their owner on a patio on a warm spring, summer, or fall afternoon? What would be wrong with you? Um, huh? I, uh, I mean, if Jim were here, we'd have an answer to that. Well, but he's you, not. You might anyways. I don't love no. this. Why? I don't What's love wrong? Drew, this, this definitely goes against everything you stand for. I know, and I love puppies, and I love adorable things, and I, I like peeping, people being able to take their dogs with them places. I, my, my favorite little ice cream place, Frosty Boy. You can get your dog, and Greg, we're going to have to do this when you come visit again. All right. Uh, they do doggy Sundays. Like, it's, it's 
ice cream that's good for dogs, and they put a little doggy treat on top of it, and your dog can eat ice cream with you. And, like, that's cool because you're just grabbing ice cream, right? Like, that, that I'm cool with. But I don't know how I feel about people being able to bring their dogs, like, to where I'm what? eating my pizza. What, do you think the dog's going to stare you down for a slice of pepperoni? I mean, what's wrong with you? I have been mean mugged by more than one puppy. You can't handle a dog? I, don't I mean, know. seriously. It's, dogs- it's not dog owners like you or, or you know, uh, it, it, I, my friends Jackie and Allison have great dogs. My roommate John has a great dog. But there are some dog owners, Greg, who think their dogs are great. It's like parents who think their kids are awesome, but then mm-hmm. you you know you get the kid and away we let from them the eat. Parent. We let them in, Drew. We let jackass kids in. There's no such thing as a jackass dog. There's tons of jackass kids. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong, Drew. Come at me. You're wrong. There are both. There are both. <laughs> I've never met a jackass dog. Really? Well, I mean, there's mean ones, but I don't see them at restaurants. People don't bring... That's because people, people don't bring dogs to restaurants. Well, the, well, you can... Oh, there's a lot of dog-friendly places now. It's against the law, technically, but you there's plenty of places that allow it. When I brought the puppy home, I had him with me when we stopped on the way home and had uh, food at one of the fine establishments. No <laughs> one said a word. They said, quote-unquote, he's too cute to say no. And I said, well, I can't leave him in the car. She said, right this way, sir. And then everyone sitting around me got up, came over, and had to take a swipe at him. Look, man, you can have him in hotels. You sleep the next night in a hotel that might have had a dog, right? Dog parks, areas set aside for dogs. Those those places are labeled for dog beaches. I'm fine with dog beaches. But then I know what I'm getting into. What about hotels? What about hotels? Hmm? Pet-friendly hotels. It'll say it on the website. We're a pet-friendly hotel. And these are going to say pet-friendly restaurant. Choose to go elsewhere. More people will come because of the dogs. I don't disagree with that at all. I, I, think, six, you're, I think you're dead on there. Let, let, let's see what the audience thinks. Because if you're out there listening and you have a dog, i got to be honest. I wouldn't take mine to a fine establishment. I'm not going to take him out to Morton's. But on a Sunday afternoon, I'm wandering through Royal Oak or downtown Grand Rapids. I want to sit outside and have a latte. Right. Or have a beer or whatever. Maybe some appetizers. I don't know. What the hell's wrong with my dog sitting at my feet? I think that makes a place more inviting. If I see puppies, I'm on my way in. If I see just a bunch of kids, I'm moving on. If I see just a bunch of humans, no thanks. (laughs) Four-legged friends, and I'm going to spend a lot of money. But I also tell you, if you disagree with this law, and notice this is bipartisan, you're dead to me. Ross is dead to you. Ross tweeted to us at Greg Drew and Jim. He says, yep. I had to sit through a family reunion once watching an in-law feed her dog with a spoon. Yep, the so same what? spoon that she ate with. Ban them all. That's, that's not for me. I wouldn't do that. But so what, man? Come on. 866-314-9696. This just enhances the dining experience. Cute puppies. Sweet dogs. That's better than any human, isn't it? Like, I would rather see a lady feed her dog off a spoon than look at Jim Costa when I eat. Wouldn't you? Jim's going to be scowling, probably have a booger hung- hanging out of his nose. 
That ain't for, that ain't pretty. You're not wrong there. I'm just telling you, Drew. There's something wrong with you, and this stuns me about you. And frankly, it puts you under suspicion. For what? I don't know if I, suspicion th- for what? For for wanting not to being enjoy not being a, a nice person without something barking at me. They don't bark. They lay there. I've never gone to a restaurant in Royal Oak where dogs are all over the place and had one barking at me. Now, I've not experienced there. this yet. I've, I've yet to experience, like, like I said, the closest I come to places, you know, and there are some patios in GR that already let you bring your dog. Again, I have nothing against it. Yes, you do. You hate dogs. I, no, I don't hate dogs. I just hung out with a dog last night. Let me night. ask you a question. When you're driving down 28th Street and there's a dog on the side of the road, do you curve to hit it? No. Sounds like it, animal hater. How dare you? Hey, man, that's just how I feel. I feel like you're a bad person. You're dead to me. This Greg, is true. Greg, how you feel makes me feel bad. <laughs> because I want you, friend, to embrace dining with dogs. Eight six six. Dogs are not dirty creatures. It's not like I'm walking in with a rat, Drew. 866-314-9696. If the dog fits in your purse, it's a rat. Unless it's a rat terrier. Yeah, see? And that's... I mean, I'm, I got to be honest with you, man. Nothing brightens my mood like a dog. I, I see a dog, with you. and I'm running over and petting it. I annoy p- people with dogs. I will annoy the hell out of you. Oh, dude, my friend's, I'm gonna... my friend's dog put its big head in my lap last night, and I melted like a pool of butter. I just don't hey, know man. that I want that Like while I'm trying to eat. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Isn't he so cute? Well, yeah, but that's I don't know what I do. Dog. I'm like, that dog's badass. I want to share a beer with that dog. Get him a soda. Get him get him around. Buy That's that me. dog around on me. Yep, beer for my dogs. Whiskey <laughs> for my buddies, Drew and Jim, and beer for my dog. 866-314-9696. Drew, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, buddy. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? Excellent. Isn't it great that you can use the term gentleman today because Jim's not here? <laughs> yeah, it is kind of nice. Um, so I actually work at one of our fine local Grand Rapids establishments that allows mm-hmm. dog on the dogs on the patio. Do you want to? Doesn't that sh- make your do you, day better? On, do, do you want to give him a shout out, dude? Shout out where you work if you want to. If not, don't. Uh, uh, go ahead and bring your dog into the Mitten Brewing Company. We love yes. the, we love seeing the dogs out on the patio. Uh, we actually make homemade uh, dog treats out of our spent grain. Um, so bring him in. We got dog, dog treats for him ready. Uh, but what I wanted to say is um, we, we've had up to 11 dogs on the patio at the same time, and there's never been an issue. Uh, yep. But my real thing with it is um, I view it as kind of like how I view smoking in bars. I think that it should be up to the owners, the proprietors, to decide whether they want smoking or dogs in their establishment, and then the patrons can decide from there. Because well, true. That's what this does, though. That's what this does, though. It makes it legal if you choose to allow it. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that. What the thing I have a problem with is local government deciding for us. Right. I think it should be up to the business owner. And I'll tell you one thing: people absolutely love coming into the mitten because we allow dogs. Yep. Uh, we constantly get people all summer long that come in and say, "We looked online." And we came here just because we saw that you allow dogs. And then they leave because they leave happy because, A, we do a great job, and, B, because they got to have their dog on the patio while they're eating some pizza. 
And not just that. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's, doesn't it make you as an employer happier to see dogs running around? Yeah. I, people go ecstatic when they see dogs sitting on the patio. The staff, whenever uh, there's a dog that comes in and, and one of the servers on the patio comes in and says, oh, there's a new dog. The whole staff goes out there and says, oh, hi, can I pet your dog? And it's mm-hmm. something that breaks up the monotony of, of the workday, too. I mean, it makes the workday exciting to know that you're going to see a dog and be able to hang out with a dog and give it a treat. Um, but, yeah, it works out really well. And can I, I, more can I ask you a question, Drew? Do that. Yeah, what's up? Would you rather, who would you rather come into your place, my 10-week-old puppy or Jim Costa? <laughs> well, uh, I always like seeing puppies more than guests. So I'm gonna. They're better than dogs are better than people, Drew. You have to admit. <laughs> They're awesome. Who doesn't love a dog? If they, if they could get a job oh, and pay the tab, you'd probably mean. just have. A, <laughs> that's mean, friend, Drew. And I will still see you soon. <laughs> but you know what, though? Seriously, if dogs could get a job and pay their own tab, you would have no need for humans. If dogs, could, if dogs could pay their own tab, <laughs> dogs could absolutely sit wherever they want. If Absolutely. Your, if your money's as green as mine, you can have a seat right next to me. And we're going to get back to the phones in just a second. 866-314-9696. Talking about Michigan's new doggy dining law. Uh, but we got, a lot of response. we got a lot of response on Twitter. A lot of people got? chiming in on Twitter. Tomas says, the point of the patio is to separate people who want dogs from people who don't. You can go sit inside. I of understand course. that, but it's nice, and I want to sit outside. Uh, well, Joey, Joey says... Joey says, I think it's a reliability. Like, what if the dog has a stick up his butt and decides to bite someone? Some people do have rowdy dogs. You just had a server tell you they've never had a problem. Right. Most people, Drew, who know their dogs are rowdy, don't take them out. Right. Um, Because because they're liable for it. Brian chimed in and says, I don't want people's pets sitting at the table next to me. I watched my neighbor's dog eat his own poop. Not interested. Yeah, that happens periodically, but hey, <laughs> who hasn't, right? Uh, now, uh, Matt, I, Matt's on your side here, uh, Greg. He says, I live in Charlotte now. Just about every store, restaurant, or yep. bar allows pups. It's different, yep. but such a cool vibe as long as you're a dog person. Well, you, I, I've been to uh, the, the greatest place I went to was uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Every Dogs run free everywhere. You're, they're allowed in restaurants. They're allowed in the bars. They're allowed everywhere. A lot lot of places down south are dog-friendly. This is a northern problem. You're a bunch of snooty jerks, okay? (laughs) These dogs are better than you. That's Uh, the problem. Dan Dan chimed in, and Dan, I love your Twitter handle, at GimmeThatShasta. He says, at least least dogs can be trained. People are just inherently stupid and (laughs) self-titled. Gordon chimed in. (laughs) He says he likes his puppies in sweaters. Um, Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Rob says, I've got two dogs. No dogs at dinner. Rob, I've shaken your hand. I would not mess with anything that you said. Uh, Paul says the dog law is stupid. If it passes, it, make rest- it makes restaurants even more unsanitary. Fleas and ticks on dogs could get into the restaurant. No, they can't. Not on the patio. Are you kidding? Ticks don't fly. They jump. Jumpers. <laughs> and I got news for you. 
Ticks can go anywhere. They can get on people. Are you kidding me? 866-314-9696. Somebody wants a uh, Twitter question of the day. Would you rather dine with dogs or Jim? (laughs) 866-314-9696. What do you think? Fongers, do it. Twitter poll number two of the day. Who would you rather have sitting across the patio from you? Greg's dogs or Jim Costa? Yep. Um, Greg, will you tweet a picture of your dog for reference for people? Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. I know you have 7,000 of them, so. Yes, he's very cute. Um, I like this new law. I think it makes Michigan that much cooler because you're right. This this guy, Matt, from Charlotte, the vibe is better when pooches are on patrol. Right. Well, and, and Drew from the Mitten, which is a place that you and I have been together, and it does have yep. a great relaxed uh, vibe to it. And the bartenders and waitresses and waiters seem to really enjoy their jobs. And, and you know, contrary to what this one guy says about ticks and fleas, dogs aren't unsanitary. Come on. Dogs aren't unsanitary. You're unsanitary. Exactly. Yeah, you'll let them in your house, but you won't sit down and let one sit at your feet while you eat. What kind of logic is that, you nut? Well, and Aaron chimed in. He says, I see dogs in all the restaurants in Germany while I travel. I think it's cool as hell. Yavol. Yeah. Brian in Kalamazoo. Poochin, poochin, Brian. Poochin, poochin. Brian, I. Hey, there's no way that I want a dog sitting next to me. Well, you're a bad person. That's okay. Right. What happens if he's got to relieve himself? Or it's just disgusting. Can I bring my cat? Right, well, now no, someone tweeted. Cats are, are less sub, are, are subspecies. Right. <laughs> and, well, I guess I don't know. I mean, personally, I don't mind Jim at all. So, But then again, you can't take much from what I say because I'm a Buckeye. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, See, you, you got three strikes against you. You're a cat uh, guy. Loser. Yeah. You don't like dogs and you like Jim. Loser. Oh, and I'm a Buckeye fan. So, oh, That's dude. four strikes. Oh. <laughs> I bet you stink one. like a dead skunk on the side of the road daily, don't you, Brian? Oh, he hung up. Yeah. Oh, disgusting! <laughs> dogs don't just randomly pee, dude. I mean, what, what kind of dogs have you had? Don't dogs know. don't pee where they sit. Hold on, I've had dogs randomly pee. I have experienced that. Not not often, mind you, and they're older dogs. <laughs> And normally they know where they're going to pee. Yeah, I've had older people randomly pee, okay? That's not fun either. As a matter of fact, sometimes at my age, I just randomly pee. 866-314-9696. I love this new law. I hope it weeds out all the creeps. Maybe I won't have to eat with you now if I bring my dog. Bad people. If you don't like dogs, you're just a filthy human being. Something wrong with you. You're dead to me. The poll question is getting up. Brian was answering some of your phone calls, but uh, it's going to be, who would you rather have sitting across from you at dinner? And Dan on Twitter added a good option. It will be, your options will be Jim Costa, Greg's dogs, or a dog named Jim Costa. Oh, here you go. Uh, One of them says, guys, I've dined with my dog and Costa. I'm going with my dog. That's from Mike. Uh, Mike Payton from Pride of Detroit. Bo, uh-huh. I'd rather sit next to a dog. I can kick Jim and not feel bad. <laughs> That's true. That's a fantastic point. 866-314-9696. Do you think it's okay? Are you down with it or do you hate the idea? Because i got to be honest. If you're on Twitter and you disagree with this, I click the unfollow and I throw you off my Facebook page. I can't stop you from listening. 
but I would if I could. You're a bad person if you like people better than the canine friends. Am I wrong? <laughs> Come at me, bro. 866 Adam, Adam at Greg on Twitter. 9696. It's Greg Big Drew Jim. We'll discuss OTAs. Lines getting added hot and heavy this week. I'll do it again uh, next week. And man, man, are we getting glowing reports about a certain line. We'll tell you about that coming up next. Right now we're talking about the Michigan law that will allow you, Senate Bill 122, to bring your dog into an outdoor seating area at a local restaurant. Now, a couple of things. Number one, it's up to the restaurant. It just decriminalizes it. Like, if you take your dog down to an outdoor restaurant, technically it's against the law. Although I don't think they're going to beat you over the head and tase you if you do it. Uh, And the other thing is the dog can't go through the restaurant. They can sit in the outdoor seating area. Yeah. Enjoy the sunshine. One of the sweetest creatures on earth just wants to be with you. Just wants to be around humans. So far, we've only got one person who disagrees. At least on the phones, there's a couple on Twitter, and they're all bad people, frankly. Um, <laughs> I did love Steve, Steve <laughs> tweeting to us at Greg Drew and Jim. Greg's being a massive jerk again, and I totally agree with him. Thank you, Steve. See, these are the greatest creatures ever given to man as a gift, and you don't want them to be allowed to sit next to you while you eat? What is wrong with you? Well, Steve followed up by saying, by the way, for the whiners, the law does specify that the dogs don't go through the restaurant, and not every restaurant has to allow dogs. Kyle tweeted to us, said, in the summer, I intentionally only go to restaurants that allow me to bring my puppers with, and tweeted a picture of the dog. It's a cute dog. Absolutely. Now, And here's the thing. I think we should be concerned about the people who bring their dogs. They're bringing us great value, and all we do is annoy them by wanting to pet their dogs. Thank you. If you bring your dog, I thank you. I tip my hat to you. Because, let's face it, you bring a cute dog in, everyone's going to want to pet him. So unless you're a single guy, it's a pain in the ass. 866-314-9696. Am I lying, Drew? Single guys get puppies for one thing. Companionship. Oh. And chicks. chicks. Yeah. Two things. Yeah, that's an icebreaker. 866-314-9696. Uh, Jim in Muskegon, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Yeah, I just had my two cents. Uh, I, I love the law. That'd be great. If you could just we, go down to most restaurants with, like, an outdoor seating area and just bring your dog with you? Oh, heck yeah. In fact, uh, my girlfriend, her son lives in Colorado. Yep. And there are breweries in Colorado that let you bring your dog inside. In fact, uh, a couple of them have, like, dog bowls set up. With water yep. in it, and uh, oh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, but Jim, they might lick your hand. Oh, gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you go out west, you're almost a freak if you don't have your dog with you. Oh, I know it. Yep. In fact, there's a, uh, we just went camping last summer up north, and there's a few a few breweries up north that let you bring uh, your dog in. And, uh, oh, it was fun. It's in fact, we only will stop at the ones that let you know. Oh, I agree. Because I, yeah, I have three of them. I have three dogs. So if I can okay. take them with me and they can sit quietly and, and enjoy the sun in their face, why not? Oh, yeah. That's, you know, my uh, my girlfriend's got a, a three-year-old Newfie. And, uh, yeah, oh, my she'll, God. <laughs> she, uh, the, the, dude, they say dogs are allowed, not horses. Right. <laughs> right. But uh, she'll lay right next to the table and just lay right there. 
and uh, if people want to come out and pet her, you know, she'll get up, and then she, you know, freaks out, and just because she loves to get petted. Oh, we losing? sorry, Jim. We lost your cell, brother. Uh, it happens. No worries. Appreciate. Yeah. Uh, we, you know what I appreciate? I appreciate a positive Jim on today's show. Oh, I know. It's it's like the weight <laughs> of the world has been lifted. For those of you who don't know, Jim Cost is not here today, and we all just feel like lighter than air. It's like the the pall is gone. Yeah. Um, the black cloud is lifted. It is. We are. It's fantastic. You think we'd be talking about dogs if he was here? He'd be like, oh, "The dog, the, we don't know the dog's whip. We can't let him in the restaurant." I mean, it would be it would be that kind of thing where he would just be picking this argument apart. And I have news for you: Costa clearly doesn't like dogs because he's not a good human being. Only good human beings have dogs. Drew, you don't have one, but you live with two. I cohabitate. Well, I cohabitate with one dog and oh, two one, cats. Yes, yeah, cats are fine too as long yeah. as you don't take them out in public and embarrass yourself. Uh, 866-314-9696. You know why this can't work with cats? Because cats hate you. Cats are vile. They're mean. They don't like you. Dogs like you. That's the difference. Justin in Grand Rapids. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Justin. Hey, guys. The thing is, for me, is, you know, when dogs are around other dogs, they bark. Not always. I have dogs, and just you know, you take your dog to the dog park. It's just—I mean, I just imagine five dogs sitting on the same patio in chaos, breaking out. That's Haven't you I seen see. it? I just—Haven't you have, seen that? It happens all the time, and they don't bark. I just—you know—you can take a baby to a movie theater. It doesn't mean it's a good idea. <laughs> hey, Jim or Justin? Justin, did we lose Justin? I, I wanted so. to ask you: Did your daddy beat you as a kid? Oh, hey now, because you are a very—you have a black, black heart. You're a bad person, Justin. I'll judge you. I'll sit in judgment. I, well, I agree with him on the baby in the movie theater thing. There should be a law against babies in movie theaters. Like under well, did you, under three, don't take your kid to a movie. But a lot of people, a lot of theaters now have movies just for babies they do i know i know celebration cinema here has them they have the i, I think they're called smart. sensory showings yeah just it's a smart idea you know you let it's it gets see here's the thing about babies in theaters that you don't understand and you don't seem to care about that's for the mom so the mom doesn't go half crazy cooped up in a house all day with a child so now they have movies so moms can get out of the house have a little compassion for the mothers justin See what I mean about that guy? <laughs> you're so, See what I mean? You're so terribly... Judgmental? So terribly good at being terribly bad. I just... I feel bad for Justin. Something happened in his life that turned his heart to stone. He hates mothers. He hates dogs. I mean, what else do you hate? Kids? What's next, Justin? I'm only saying that because his phone cut out and he couldn't argue. All right, 866-314-9696. Roger in Grand Rapids. Let's finish this strong, brother. Brother, tell me how many dogs you want to have lunch with. All of them. (laughs) All of the dogs. Bring me all of the dogs. That's right. Just moved back from Tampa, Florida in October. First thing I did was Google so I could bring my dog to an outdoor restaurant. There were only two. And when Mm -hmm. I got there, one of them said, no, we can't have dogs. It's the greatest thing in the world. I've been in a restaurant called uh, Kerr's Wing House, outdoors, and there were 15 dogs there, and they don't bark. 
They don't pee. They don't attack people. And everyone loves to come and pet them. It's the greatest thing that there is. It's got well, Roger, not only that, though, you know, what's, you know what? Here's my contention, Roger. Yes, when dogs get together, they bark. I believe the only people who take their dogs to restaurants are people who know they're behaved well. Like, yeah, I would right. not have taken... I would have not taken my cattle dog because I know she liked to bark. I wouldn't have taken her there. I have a border collie. and he, They're nuts. The <laughs> only time he barks is if there's danger around the house. Other than or that, a tennis ball. Never bark. Or a tennis ball because mine was a cattle dog. And it was if a tennis ball was present, high-pitched yelps for hours on end. I wouldn't uh, have taken put, him out. We play Frisbee, and he does not bark. All he does is he wants to sit there and catch the Frisbee. Right, they're very focused. I hear you, though. So, I mean, just so you know, man, hopefully if this passes, you're going to be able to go out and have a fine. You're going to be able to do the Lady and the Tramp pasta eat with your dog. How does that make you feel? I'm I'm happy if I can just take my little dog, go to a restaurant, and have everybody else adore him as much as I do. Yep. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Because people love dogs, everyone except Drew and Jim. I yeah. loved what you put on. <laughs> I just said I had hesitations. Yeah, and a, a well-behaved dog will not sit there and beg for food. He'll just sit there and look around because they love you. Their attention's on you. They want to be with you. They're very, very, um, they're pack-oriented. Yes, you're right. They just want to be out and about. They don't want to be in isolation. They don't want to be home in a crate. They want to be out with you. That's correct. Because they're because they're wonderful creatures given to us by the Lord. I I agree. They are little they are little furry angels. All right, Roger. Thanks, buddy. You got it. All right, man. Thanks. Am I over the top on dogs, Drew? A little bit. You're, you're, a, little, you're a little aggressive <laughs> when it comes to the uh, the canine companions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just Justin. By know? the way, Justin messaged me. He says, "By the way, this is a great non-sports topic." But no, I was not beaten as a child, Greg. <laughs> Something's wrong. Something's wrong with you, Justin. I don't know what it is. Someday I'm going to find out. Something's wrong with you. And and you know it's funny. I the great Joe Falls was a writer for the Detroit News, and we used to talk about our dogs all the time. A couple of creepy dog guys, right? And his philosophy was, and he always spoke in this. Um, kind of brooklyn accent he always said gweg that's what he called me here's my philosophy dogs are better than humans in every effing way possible <laughs> that, that was his philosophy and i always joke that i would keep that one alive for him because i agree they're just great there's nothing better drew get one for your boy oh your don't. boy needs a dog if anyone is near my son in a radio turn it off right now isaac Rottweiler, buddy. No, I've talked him into a cat. At some point, he can get his own cat, and he can name it whatever he wants. Oh, you don't want more cats. Cats are the exact opposite. If the dog's the furry angel, the cat's the furry devil. Come on, Drew. Yeah, Bring which, your boy up right. Hold up, but which one do you think I'm going for? Come on. You, you should be me. going. I'm you going should be going for, for the furry angel. Oh, uh, I like the tiny furry demons. 
All right. All right. You do that then. All right. Coming up next, we're going to uh, talk about OTAs in a little bit. Let's move this because uh, we have a story from Bill Lambeer that I think Piston fans are going to adore. Yeah. Just adore. Adore. <laughs> As bu- Bill Lambeer is the second greatest thing on the planet right behind dogs, and we'll tell you why. Coming up next, it's Craig, Big Drew, and Jim. All right, uh, just a quick tweet says, does the dog lead the league in hard lick rate? Jim at home, probably. Yes, he does. (laughs) For those that haven't noticed our general better moods today, Jim is out sick. Anyone anyone notice that, like, the pall is lifted? No more black clouds? Everyone just feels a little better about themselves today, right? Jim's not here. He's homesick. <laughs> the fun sucker is homesick. <laughs> Jim look is a us. fun vampire. He is. He is a look fun vampire we- because he literally sucks the fun out of it. And we're, we can't stop smiling. I mean, if I was smiling any bigger, I'd float away. I mean, it's just like, and, and, and it's funny from the guy who, for most of my career, people called me the fun sucker. But man, did I get topped. New generation of fun sucker, Jim Costa. Hopefully he's feeling better and comes back in like a month. 866-314-9696. Right? Give him the whole month off. It's a cool man. Take the month of July or June off, Jim. Get better. I want you to be 1,000%. So we'll see you about the 4th of July weekend when I'm going on vacation. <laughs> my, go- <laughs> my goal is for Jim and I to never work on the air again until football season. You know why? Because I need to be happy. I need to be around positive influences like you, Drew, not Jim. And Jim's only happy when it's football season. Let's be real. That's true. Jim is very easy to work with during football season. Got a little pep in his step. Now, he's just got that sour face, angry face, negative face. That's our Jim. Uh, All right, so Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer's the greatest. The greatest piston of all time is Isaiah Thomas. 1B, Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer is, he's a champion. He's a guy who successfully blocked the ascension of Michael Jordan for four or five years, thank God. And he has also finally settled the debate. LeBron versus Michael. He dropped the mic, Drew. He dropped the mic. You're not going to like it. Ugh, I might not agree but, with it, but it's Lambeer. I'll probably like it. Bill Lambeer, our beloved bad boy. He was asked the question, who's the best of all time? He was on the Eton Thomas podcast, right? Yep. It was a couple, a uh, few days ago where he also said, hey, which I think this quote's funny. He said, um, you know, the problem with the NBA today is they care about each other's bodies. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to hurt anybody. We didn't care. I was going to win. I was doing what it took to win. But he was also, which I think that's just hilarious. Ah, they care about their bodies. Eh. Ah, what good's a body <laughs> to championships and glory? <laughs> um, he was asked, LeBron or Michael? And he said, I'll take LeBron James absolutely. Let's play this for people. Do it. I'll take LeBron James. You're playing LeBron James. Okay, Absolutely. So, <laughs> all right, so I want you to just tell me why you would take LeBron James. 
You know, he's 6'8", 285, runs like the wind, jumps out of the gym. Phenomenal leader since he's been, you know, 12 years old. Understood when he came into the league how to involve his teammates from the start. Ooh, shot, shot. And you can't guard him. I mean, you, it's, you can't double team. He's too big. He powers through everything. Michael was a guard. Yeah, he was 6'6", but he wasn't a real thick and strong guard. He had to learn. It took him a lot of years to learn how to involve his teammates in order to win championships. Don't fault him for that. It's a learning experience. But we've never seen anybody like LeBron James physically. He just bullies you. He can make a walking triple-double if he wanted to. But he doesn't want to because that's more selfish and individual take away from some of his teammates. you got to do certain things to average triple-double. Like you see Russell Westbrook right now. Probably, you know, hugs the ball too much. And time will tell whether that's the right style for him to play to win a championship. But LeBron can do anything. He goes on to say, Michael couldn't get rebounds. He couldn't be the assist man like LeBron. He was very focused on scoring, a deadly assassin. But the rest of the part of his game, but the rest of the part of his game, LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. There isn't, this isn't the first time Lambier said that. They say he did it two years ago on the Dan Patrick show with a similar opinion. Now, let me say this. I do understand that Lambier hates Jordan, but that was pretty good analysis, wasn't it? I mean, he, the only the only shot I, I, I felt was when he said he understands how to get everyone involved in the game. But then he went down to say, don't fault Jordan for that. It was a learning experience. And Jordan didn't have a ton of basketball experience when he came in because he didn't play till late in high school. So he had to, And then he played at North Carolina where he wasn't the leader of the team. LeBron's been the leader everywhere he's been. I think that was fair. Do you? Or do you think Lambeer's out of line? Nothing that he said, I think, was really out of line. You know, not mm-hmm. nothing was really wrong. Jordan was a slighter guard. Jordan was more of the pure scorer. You know, LeBron and I, and I like that. By the way, Lambeer goes. He's six eight, two eighty five. James can be listed at two. Then you know, the free press points out James is listed at two fifty. LeBron James. Weighs 250 like I weigh 250, okay? We can all dream, son, but you are he's closer to 285. LeBron looks like a starting offensive lineman at this point. Well, he's actually thinner now than when he was in Miami. Remember that weird diet he went on two years ago? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's still a massive human being. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still a massive human being. But what do you think of Lambeer's comments? 866-314-9696. Have we settled this debate? Because I don't think we have. <laughs> There's still people out there who still think Michael Jordan's the best of all time. I think he is the best scorer of all time. But i got to be honest, hearing his comments like that, Drew, definitely makes me think a little more about it. No doubt in my mind that you know he's right when he says, James is bullying you. He's just that big, that strong, that smart, and that much of a leader. Jordan was great, too. But they're different but Lambert, kinds of great. And, and I think that might right. be the constant debate that we're going to face. And if Jim was here, the, the you know hissy fit debate fit that he'd be throwing right now is they were different kinds of great. I don't buy, and this is the part that I disagree with, he's been a leader everywhere he's been. I don't know that I agree with that completely. Because his first time around in Cleveland, he wasn't much of a leader. His first few years in the league, he struggled like Jordan struggled his first few years in the league. 
But you don't remember him putting that, his team on the, on his back and but I think putting the, the team Pistons? on I think putting your team on your back is different from being a good leader. Would you agree with that? Yeah, but I think that's part of it too. That you can when you can put a team on your back, you can only do that if the team allows you to do that. And and in deference to LeBron, I think his teammates said, "Okay, man, you lead. We'll see what we can do. We'll help you." I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think. At first, I thought, "Oh, Lambeer's being petty," which I loved. I love it when Lambeer ah. gets petty because I love to get petty myself, particularly when it comes to the eighty-nine, ninety Piston bad boys, right? Right. Oh, that's one of your favorite things to be petty oh, about. I hate Michael Jordan, and if Michael Jordan disappeared from the face of the earth tomorrow, I wouldn't think twice about it. I think he's a pig. I think what he tried to say and do about the Detroit Pistons when he said no one liked him, no one thought they were legit champions, screw you. Screw off, you gambling loser. But I can respect his game. I can also respect the fact that the only place that ever booed that jerk was Detroit. Big ups, D. <laughs> Seriously. 866-314-9696. That's 866-314-9696. Do you agree with Bill Lambeer, who is a little bit biased in his uh, opinion? But this was more fair than I expected it to be. It, well, it was more logical than I expected it to be. It was a, He laid out a good case. It, again, it, more logical they are than different I thought players. it would be. Yeah. Yeah, but they are different players, and there's no arguing that. But does LeBron bring more to the table, or would you rather have a guy who could go off for 75 one night? Right, and, and the comparison I've been making to the way LeBron has played in this playoffs in his good games has been Shaq. He looks like young Shaquille O'Neal, where no one physically knows what to do with him. No one physically knows how to handle LeBron James without picking up foul after foul. And sometimes you can see it is that LeBron James doesn't know how to handle LeBron James physically when he gets to the basket so easily. So he creates fouls on himself, but still finds a way to play, finds a way to change his game. Michael Jordan had one game, and that was score. Score, score, yes. score And he did more. it better than anyone who's ever played. LeBron, for a career right now, uh, averages more rebounds, and more assists per game. Uh, they average the same amount of blocks. Jordan averaged less turnovers, more steals, and more points. 866-314-9696. Did Lambeer settle this debate, or will it continue to rage? Chris and Holland, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Chris. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going well, man. How's it going with you? You know... Christopher, oh, we have great. no gym. We have no gym today, so we're light as I air. I know it's been a blissful show. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, Don't you love the way we paint Jim? Don't you love it? Like he's terrible. <laughs> like I didn't hate not having him here. When I uh, when I think about LeBron and Michael, I, you know, I, a lot of people like to put Michael on a pedestal because of his accomplishments: six rings and six tries, and that's fine and dandy. Uh, but when you watch LeBron play basketball, just as to, to visualize it, he's better. He's the best I've ever seen, the way he defends, uh, the way he assists, the way he scores, the way he drives the way. Everything he does is, other than, like you guys said, the pure scoring part of it, he's better than Michael in every facet of the game. And, and you, But you can't run Michael down. He played some defense, didn't he? I mean, wasn't he defensive player of the year or on the all-defensive team? For many many times in his career, am I mistaken on that? I don't. I'm not. Michael was a little before my generation. 
out of the game when I was younger. So maybe I'm biased too because I've got to grow up watching LeBron and seeing his entire body of work. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, you know, it's just when you watch them play, you can watch somebody play and see that. These guys went one-on-one, head up. I really think LeBron would put it on Michael and probably embarrass him. Don't you think he'd bully him? I think he'll do a lot more than bully him. He'd dunk him and then put him in a trash can. Okay, but how about this, Chris? There is a famous video of the Dream Team practicing, Mm -hmm. and Magic Johnson was a big dude, right? Okay, in that video, Michael worked his ass. It was the greatest game never televised. Yep, I've seen that. And it was Dream too. Team against Dream Team, and Jordan worked Magic, who was a much bigger, thicker guy. Not taller, just thicker and stronger. Michael worked him. I think LeBron would work Magic. Maybe. Maybe. I, 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 All right. I feel like it's... You know, what's your preference? What do you like? I mean, if you prefer the scoring, you're always going to look at Michael as the best because of his just pure scoring ability. I don't. I wouldn't discount his defense, though. I'm going to look that up. I, I, I would not. Drew, Drew, do you have a faster computer than me? I'm waiting forever what am I to see how here? many times Michael Jordan was on the all-defensive team. Because if I'm not mistaken, he was on it more than his fair share. I, I could be wrong, though. Sure. My memory not so good no more. That's okay. Michael uh, Jordan was on the all-defensive first team nine times. Okay, then there we go. The I mean, I knew he on was it more than him. Uh, Kobe Bryant and Kevin Garnett both were nine-time first team, three-time second team. I don't know if they had second team while Jordan was playing. What about LeBron? Where's he? LeBron. He's been in the league fourteen years. Hang on, I will pull that up very quickly. All right, uh, John in Richland. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, John. Hey, how you guys doing? Awesome. Jim's not here. Well, I know that's got to be great. Um, listen, I totally disagree. <laughs> I grew up watching Jordan, and I've watched LeBron. I totally disagree with the last caller. I mean, Jordan is more talented in almost every. The only thing that LeBron is is bigger. I mean, Jordan was a better shooter. He was better driver. He was way better at defense. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Brown is kind of a head case. Like, there's been times where he just, like, shuts down and has these really weird performances and big games. And, like, Jordan, even if Jordan was struggling, he was going down trying. And there's been a lot of times where you felt like, was LeBron trying in that last series he played for the Cavs? Did LeBron try? Like, that never happened to Jordan. And, I mean, as far as the whole assists and rebounds, I mean, he's a small forward. Jordan was a shooting guard, and it was a different league. You could hand check. Imagine if Michael Jordan I agree. you couldn't put a hand on him. I mean, that's why LeBron gets so, such easy buckets, because he drives and you can't stop him. And the Pistons used to mug him. Jordan. They used to just physically beat him up. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's nice. In my opinion, the bottom line is Jordan, if you look right now at their careers, they both played the same amount of years, and Jordan had two years where he was basically like, you know, like a retired guy playing for the Wizards, like almost like a, a, a traveling show. And in yep. those 14 years, Jordan was won his team and was the best player in the league six out of 14 times. 
So, I mean, that's like 40% of the time. And that's going to rookie years, the season where he came back from baseball and we played half the year. LeBron is three for five. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not that impressive that he's rolling through the East either right now. I mean, let's not forget that, you know, when he actually had the Celtics and, you know, he struggled against them. And if he was playing in the West, he wouldn't have had this crazy run. So, I mean, in the eyeball test, Jordan was better at everything. I mean, look at LeBron shoot free throws. Jordan had a much better mid-range game. They didn't shoot threes really back then. So, I mean, you can't really, you know. And so, to me, it's right. not even close. Bye. They shot half as many threes back in the day. John, good points, man. Thanks for the call, all right? Yep. All right, man. Have a good day. 866-314-9696. Uh, Brian in Holland. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Brian. Hey, guys. How's it going other than Jim not being there? Uh, it's going well, does regardless. It, does it all get right. any better? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I grew up watching the Pistons, Bad Boys, and I hated Jordan. So my favorite yep. team was the Pistons and – my second favorite team was whoever is playing playing the Bulls, and but now as a, a, a mature adult, I look back <laughs> oh, don't let the Jordan hate go, Brian. Don't ever oh, let it go. I know, but you got to look at facts. And Jordan played in an era. I mean, have you seen the thirty for thirty that you guys made based on the bad the, boys? Oh, the, oh, you're a Bull fan or what? No, I'm a Pistons fan. The 30, then why'd you say 30, you guys? Well, you guys. Anybody that's saying that LeBron's better than Jordan, sorry, my bad. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. I misspoke. The 30 for 30 just shows you that it wasn't just Detroit that was bad boys. I mean, they took it to another level, but right. the whole league did that. I mean, like Wayne Gretzky in hockey, you weren't allowed to touch him, but Larry Bird got the snot beat out of him. And Oh, I mean, yeah, by, by I mean, there were a lot of hacks in the league. Remember Tree Rollins, Jeff Rulin? There were yeah. a lot of... Uh, uh, Charles Oakley was a guy who would throw his body around. The yep. Atlanta Hawks were dirty. Yeah, there were a lot of teams yep. that played oh, physical yeah. brand of ball. You were allowed to what, back then. Yeah, and that's what people forget. And then so, like, Isaiah Thomas was just interviewed not too long ago, and he said he would have won a couple more championships because I know. the little guy is featured in the NBA, and that's true. Yep. I mean, he just got mugged. I mean, he scored 25 points on a busted ankle. I mean, you know, right. so that's that's my opinion. I just think, I hate to say it, but Jordan is still the best in my mind. Isaiah is okay. underrated, but you know Isaiah is the most underrated day. player in the history of this league in in my uh, in my mind. But that's not going to change. Drew, did you happen to find out how many times LeBron has been on the All Defensive Team? Uh, now, from what I can tell, uh, LeBron has been on the All NBA the NBA All Defensive First Team uh, five times, unless he made it this year, and the NBA All Defensive Second Team one time. Okay, so nine to five on defense. So, and they both been in the same league same amount of time right now, right? Roughly, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So right now, Jordan's twice the defender, according to that. Eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. You buying what Lambeer's selling? I am. I think LeBron does more. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's faster. Uh, I'll set my Jordan hatred aside and say he's still one A or one B. The guy played. Guy, you know the thing about him though that he has over LeBron was that he was clutch, clutch. Yeah, yeah. you I knew mean, you knew the ball was going to Jordan at the yeah. end of the game, and there wasn't anything you could do about it. Ask Cleveland eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. We'll get to more of your comments about this coming up next. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Craig, Big Drew, and Jim. 
Got no gym, no gym, no gym. I know, but that's still the name of the show. I know. Are we being too hard on young James? It has well, been whimsical today, hasn't it? It's kind of funny to me because he uh, he tweeted to us and he's supposed Uh-oh. to be sleeping. But he's a little upset about one of our poll questions of the day, so I figured we would update you guys. We have two poll questions of the day. The first one regarding Nicholas Castellanos, who has kind of been not so good since changing his name. Which Castellanos is your Castellanos? 85% of you have voted for Nick. So Nick is clearly the preferred Castellanos. The other one pertains to dining with dogs. We asked folks because there is a new uh, a new Michigan law that uh, would allow mm-hmm. dining with your pooch on a patio. Uh, we asked people, who would you rather have sitting across from you at dinner? Greg's dogs, Jim Costa, or a dog named Jim Costa. Jim Costa is in last place, and Jim was offended by this. It took my dog for me to win a poll. Greg's dogs are in second place. A dog named Jim Costa is in first place. So you know who that dog is named Jim Costa? His name's Salty Dog. Salty Dog. Oh, that's so funny. We love Jim. We just like not have it. I just wish he would stay home every day. It has nothing to do with him or anything. Just stay home. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, still coming up, your chance to score tickets to the Grand Rapids Griffins playoff game Saturday night at the Van Andel Arena. $2 beers, $2 dogs throughout the playoffs. Griffins look to, uh, I guess, advance to the Calder Cup finals. They are up 2-1 on the San Jose Barracudas in the Western Conference Finals. Game four tomorrow night at the Van Andel with a charity dunk tank out in front of the arena beforehand, which uh, if the dunk tank can support my fat ass, I will be in. Oh, it'll support your fat ass. You get in there. Well, we're going we're gonna to test it tomorrow myself and my, and my glorious buddy from the Griffins, Phil. Glorious! We're going to run some Wait, tests tomorrow. Are you, are you wearing your uh, Michigan State onesie? <laughs> I gotta go out and grab some Michigan State like gear that I don't mind ruining because a lot of my stuff need- that I wear is like my my jerseys that my dad gave me. So you need to get long underwear, spark- green green long underwear, paint an S on it. You know, like the one piece, like the lumberjacks wear. Get that. <laughs> get that. Get on that. Um, I will be wearing my America swim trunks though, so I'm pretty excited. Merc. All right. Um, okay, so we're talking about Bill Lambert's comments. Can you cue those up real quick, Drew? Because, yeah, no you know, when I, f- when I first saw this story, I said to Drew, oh, Billy Billy taking shots at Michael again. That's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I actually thought his comments were thought well, very well thought out. And he even said nice things about Michael Jordan, which makes me not like him as much. Um, but, but listen to what he had to say and think about this, because he pretty much dropped the mic. On this MJ versus LeBron thing, in my mind, I'll take LeBron James. You're playing LeBron James, okay? Absolutely. So, all right. So, I want you to just tell me why you would take LeBron James. You know, he's six eight, two eighty five, runs like the wind, jumps out of the gym. Phenomenal leader since he's been, you know, twelve years old. Understood when he came into the league how to involve his teammates from the start, and you can't guard him. I mean, you it's, you can't double team. He's too big. He powers through everything. Michael was a guard. Yeah, he was six six, but he wasn't a real thick and strong guard. He had to learn. It took him a lot of years to learn how to involve his teammates in order to win championships. 
Don't fault him for that. It's a learning experience. But we've never seen anybody like LeBron James physically. He just bullies you. He can make a walking triple-double if he wanted to. But he doesn't want to because that's more selfish an individual take away from some of his teammates. you got to do certain things to average triple-double. Like you see Russell Westbrook right now. Probably, you know, hugs the ball too much. And time will tell whether that's the right style for him to play to win a championship. But LeBron can do anything. I love Bill Lambeer. He's so right. LeBron can do anything. <laughs> anything. 866-314-9696. I do hate it. I, I, again, I, and a lot of people have brought this up on Twitter, at Greg Drew and Jim, that you know maybe basketball media, maybe basketball Twitter, maybe we've been comparing it wrong this whole time because the comparison should be LeBron and Magic and the comparison should be Michael and Kobe. Maybe. But as far as playing styles, as far as mentality, maybe, as as far as the way they handle themselves during the game, I don't really know. But I, I think stylistically, yeah, Kobe and Michael are a lot more similar. But I think if you're talking about greatness, you have to discuss the guy who's currently accepted as the greatest of all time versus the guy people like Jim think is the greatest of all time and people like Bill Ambeer think is the greatest. Well, uh... Jim tends to think nothing started till 93. That's his only problem. That's it. 866 remind Jim that there were things before him. Right, right. And that's it. That's what my point is. is Jim just never really saw Michael play. He's seen highlights, but he's too young. Didn't get to see it. wonder if he watched Michael Jordan's playground. I don't know. I know I didn't. I did. Um... Eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. Back to the phones. Did Lambeer end this conversation once and for all, or is Lambeer crazy? Brad and Grand Rapids, you're on. Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, I just uh, you said before we you went to break that Michael Jordan was so clutch and he was always going to get it. I don't know if you read uh, the recent Bleacher Report, but um, up to date, LeBron and Michael have the same exact number of playoff buzzer beaters. And they took the statistics even farther, and within the last 30 seconds of a game that's within five points, LeBron has more shots made and a better field goal percentage and more assists during those last 30 seconds. So I think the clutch argument is a little bit in favor of LeBron. I just think we tend to overlook that. Um, But the one point I always go back to when I'm thinking about this is if you look at the last – ring before Michael retired the first time, his team was, I think, 55 wins, and they were second in the NBA. And he retired. They brought the exact same team back, and they still won 54 games and finished third place. Now, LeBron James' team is second place. He leaves. The same Cavs come back, and they go all the way down to, like, 17 wins the last place. So that's kind of my argument of if you want to argue about who who can do more, I don't think you can argue against that right there. All right, Brad. Thanks for the call, buddy. Thank you. All right, have a great day. 866-314-9696. Have we yelled at a caller today? Do we need to do that? Um, just so Jim's like people feel comfortable? System? Yeah, I guess. All right, let's find someone to yell at. Uh, Scott in Granville. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Scott. Hey, guys. Hey, I can end this whole argument right now. 
When oh, Jordan well, then played, hold on a minute. Well, then I'm going to put you at the end of the line so we can keep arguing. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. When, when Jordan played, when Jordan played, every night he was playing against, he had to play against or guard either a Hall of Famer or an All-Star. And he didn't have to play the zone like these guys get to play now. He had to play man-to-man. And there was no little, you barely touch the guy and there's a foul called like there is nowadays. No. You go inside, you're going to get hit. Jordan, you couldn't get in his head. Um, LeBron now, who was the guy like two years ago? Was goosing him and all this other crap got into his head. LeBron oh, it's uh, Lance Stevenson. Head. Lance Stevenson, who's blowing in his ear and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. LeBron, you can get right into his head. And what do you say? If he was playing against Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller and um, can't think of the other guy off the top of my head that they were talking about on E on one of these 30 for 30s. But uh, they said, oh, my God, this guy here, the biggest trash talker. And Reggie Miller, you'd get in your head two, game, two three days before you had to play him. He was already in your head. So you're thinking, we can't let him get in my head. And he's already in his head. And he, he didn't see Jordan flop like you do LeBron. If, right. Jordan, if LeBron tried to flop and he did that against Mahorn, well, Mahorn would give him a good reason to flop next time. He'll send his ass right out into the bleachers. All right, man. No, Thanks for Here's the only thing I'll tell you, and somebody brought that up, Scott. Somebody said, you hack LBJ, you can beat him, mentally soften at times, you need to rough him up. Team effort can really frustrate him. Another one said, uh, the difference is with uh, is when Draymond Green called LeBron a bitch on the court. Um, but didn't he go on to whoop Draymond's ass and win the title? I mean, I mean there's that. Yeah. Now, Jason said SVG says it's not even close. Between who and who? No, no, it's the, it, they're answering a different question. Oh, okay. Yeah. 866-314-9696. old guy moments. Well, no, I just saw the guy tweeted at me, and I, I, I just assumed that's what he meant. Oh, I see. I went back to yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, all right, 866-314-9696. To the phones and RJ in Detroit. You're on Greg, Big Drew and Jim. RJ, Hi, RJ. RJ in three, two, one. Oh, hey, hold on. Now we can yell at the caller. God, RJ, how we oh, win? RJ. We put you on, and you blew it, RJ. Of, for the love of hell, RJ, where are you? You jerk. Dummy. Mark. <laughs> Dummy? <laughs> What's up, Mark? Don't listen. Don't make us yell at you, because Jim's not here, and we're in a good mood. Oh, hey, I'm just going to add to that mood. Bill Lambeer is almost 100% right. Ooh. And I'm not the biggest fan of LeBron James. I think he's a little overrated. But if you're going to you know, start a team, would you rather have Michael or would you rather have LeBron? You'd rather have LeBron because he's like uh, Magic 2.0. And so you got to go with a guy who held Michael down like the little brother that he is before you know, <laughs> everybody started washing. Out. Oh, my God, he's the greatest ever. Look, he can struggle to play baseball in the minor league. <laughs> so, you know, Bill is almost 100% right. Go Detroit. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> I love that. Thanks. <laughs> so uh, Trevor says, by the way, uh, or says, LOL, what the heck? Nobody had an answer for Brad from Grand Rapids, and there were definitely players who got in MJ's head. Yeah, Dumars was one of them. Right. Definitely. No doubt about that. Uh, Jack in Grand Rapids, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Jack. How's it going? It's going well, man. How's it going with you? It's going all right. So, um, you know, I'm thinking when I hear all these people talk about, like, MJ flop, I mean, sorry, LeBron flopping, LeBron uh, going inside because it's a lighter league, I 100 believe that if LeBron played when Jordan played and when uh, Magic played, he would adjust his game to play more physical. Like, he has the attributes. There's, like, he's the athlete. Like, he would – his mindset – it's like when people get mad that uh, Money Mayweather is a defensive boxer. That wins in matches. LeBron playing to get fouled, playing to, you know, flop, that wins him games. Like, don't you think, though uh, – yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, though. But don't you think, uh, you know, that, that back in the day that LeBron would struggle with a more physical game? I know he's an athlete, but – I think he'd struggle with it initially like Jordan did. It, it really bothered Jordan the first four or five years of his career, and then he got past it. Because keep in mind, wasn't LeBron's second sport football? Couldn't he have gone to Ohio yeah. State? Yeah, he, yeah, he was going to yeah. be a tight end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think – look, I, I think – But there would have been an adjustment period is my point. Yeah, yeah it, it, there definitely would have been an adjustment period. I mean, he struggled in the first, like, two years of his league anyway. But then you saw – you guys talked about earlier, like, he went on that diet, and he slimmed down. I'm sure he would have been bulking like a lot if he needed to bulk to be able to compete like as hard as he needs to compete. But he's like, oh no, I can afford to slim down. He's really what kills, so I can run down the court with you know the best quarterback in right. the league, Kevin Love, uh, right. throwing me the ball. Like, <laughs> I think he easily. I heard that. I like that. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> the best quarterback in Cleveland, Kevin Love. Now, really quickly, Tony, before we move on yeah. from that, I just, I, my buddy Trevor was messaging me, and we came up with the same. Uh, if you're talking about them like they're boxers, LeBron's Money Mayweather, Jordan's Muhammad Ali. One of them finished things and did it pretty. LeBron just gets the wins on points. You know, it might not be pretty, and not everyone can love it or agree with it, but there are camps that say Mayweather's the greatest of all time. He's never lost. Ali's the greatest of all time. He's the most exciting boxer that ever lived. Yeah, I'm not down with Mayweather being even close to Ali. Sorry. I understand. I, I Heavyweight versus that. super light feather bantamweight. Yeah, no. Call me later. Uh, Tony in Detroit, you're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on, man? Good, good, good. I got a couple flags. First of all, Jordan is a slight better than LeBron right now. Every little kid in the backyard, you wanted to be Jordan. You can go out and imitate Stephen Curry, but you can't imitate LeBron James unless you have 515. And if he beat the Golden State Warriors this year, he will be better than Jordan, hands down. That's all I got to say. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. Um, I think playing certain people in the backyard is just generational. It has nothing to do with anything. That's just kids loving their players. Like, you know, I mean, Jesus, I thought I was Jason Thompson. I thought he was the next great thing when I was – 10. <laughs> Jason Thompson wasn't. <laughs> I like to mimic Steve Kemp. He struck out a lot. Uh, see, do you see when I grew up in the poor 70s where there was no one to imitate? All right. You want to give away some Griffin tickets, Drew? You want to? I very, very much so want to. And we're going wanna? to. Want to? 
Wanna Drew? I want a Fanta. Wait, what? Um, Do it. Grand Rapids Griffins Western Conference Finals of the Calder Cup playoffs. We've got four, count them, four family four packs of tickets. That's you and three friends or you and three family members. Uh, it's not dog night, so it's not you and three dogs this time. But if you want to take three people you know to the Griffins game on Saturday night, these tickets are for Saturday night's game five of the Western Conference Finals. I'm going to take callers, and because Jim's not here to get salty about it, Brian, unbusy the lines. Callers one, two, three, and four at 866-314-9696. That's 866-314-9696. I'm just going to make it as easy for Fongers as possible today. Perfect. There we go. That's what friends do. And that would never happen with Jim here. So, Fongers, be happy it's Drew, okay? Embrace the Drewitude. Because you wouldn't get that with our friend. The Drewosity. The mean one. The mean Jim Costa. Eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. This guy's ruined in this town forever, thanks to us. Poor James. I know. Not really. No, not All right. All. <laughs> Coming up next, Nick Castellanos got a reset. Why was that necessary? Did we miss something? We shall discuss. Coming up next, it's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Glorious! Oh, that's what today is. Jim Costa's out sick. Should we say we like Jim, but we're glad he's off? Is that fair? Dude, I, how's this? I will openly say I love Jim Costa. I love that crazy little man. But that crazy little bastard. Dude, you needed a day off. And so did we. yourself too hard. And so did we. Yeah. (laughs) We all need a break sometimes, baby. What Peter Cetera say in that Chicago song? Even lovers need to have their day far away from the one that they love. I just need a lover who won't drive me crazy. Uh, 866-314-9696 is the number. Yesterday, late in the show, we got word that uh, Nicholas Castellanos, are you familiar with his work, Tiger Third Baseman? Not the Nicholas who calls this show, different Nicholas. Yes, totally different. Uh, Nicholas Castellanos is getting a reset day, or two days rather. Two right. days off to get his head right. Fongers has requested that we let people know we have our winners for the Griffins tickets for Game 5 on Saturday. Yeah, come on, guys. If you don't get through in the first 90 seconds, you're not winning tickets. You're going to have to wait till next time. Sorry. Sorry, Yos. That's just a little inside baseball for you. No yeah. need to keep calling. Congrats all the lines to for- Jen, stop, Ross, stop calling. Eddie, Jared, and <laughs> Brett, who are all going to the Griffins game on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys, are, they, are these people all calling to talk Nick Castellanos? Yes. No. They're calling for tickets. You can hang up, guys. We love you, but we're out of tickets. We got no tickets. We got no tickets left. Clear them all out. Yeah, no tickets. No mas. I just give you, I'm going to give you a little um, inside baseball. Yeah. If you're not picked in the first 90 seconds, you don't win. Okay? Just you're not the winner. Yeah. Move on. Got to be lucky. It's better to be lucky than good. All right, Nick Castellanos. Nick Nicholas Castellanos is the Detroit Tiger third baseman. He's struggling mightily this year. He's got nine errors already. Last year it took 110 games to get nine errors. This year, not so much. He's not hitting well, although he's hitting the ball hard. And my question is, if you look at Nick Castellanos, Nicholas, I should say. Should we have seen this coming? 
that maybe he's buying his own hype. Maybe he's a little full of himself. Because he changed his name from Nick to Nicholas. I don't know why. I have a real problem with people who are very creepy about their names. Like, I think that tells me something about you. Like, sometimes my name gets spelled wrong. People will spell it G-R-E-G, right? And then they'll, they'll, I don't ever say, it. by the way, it's three. Two G's at the end. But if they find out, they inevitably apologize profusely, and I'm like, dude, it's okay. Yeah. But there are some people who, if you spell their name wrong, have a real problem with that. Like, it's a, you know, sign of disrespect. So when Nick Castellanos changed his name to Nicholas, I thought, is that something we want to be worrying about as a young major leaguer trying to build a great career? I mean, that was a red flag for me. The second one was on opening day when I nudged Drew, and I said, what the hell is that scarf he's wearing around his neck? Is that a smoking jacket under his Tiger uniform? Because it looked like... I don't know. It looked like maybe he felt like he'd arrived and he still hadn't. Right. Like it, it looked like he was going to be waiting next in line to order a craft cocktail at a bar, not next up to bat for your Detroit Tigers. Or like he felt like he was starting a fashion trend, you know? Not like he was five years late to one. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you pointed out earlier that he's wearing a lot more gold chains. <laughs> he's got at least more than he used to because he used to just rock one gold chain. You know, but now this year, there's I, I've noticed there's like three to five most nights. Does does he need to go back to being Nick Castellanos? You know, the young upstart. Does he need that eye of the tiger back? A little bit of so Rocky head. Rocky got a, rich. A little bit what? of wide eyed wonderment. Well, remember Rocky got rich and lost his fire. So Apollo had to help him get back that eye of the tiger. Right when they went out to the California beach. And they ran, worked out in California together, not Philly. Sweated like men. Rocky needed to get that Eye of the Tiger back. I think we need Nick Castellanos back. Nicholas, we'll worry about you after retirement age. Right now, we need Nick. The guy who came up and was going to be the next great Tiger farm product. Because right now, it's not happening. And I think he's lost that Eye of the Tiger. We need Nick, 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 Nick. <laughs> you can vote one of our Twitter poll questions of the day at Greg Drew and Jim on Twitter. Which Castianos is your Castianos? Is it Nick or is it Nicholas? How can anyone like Nicholas? Nicholas doesn't produce. I don't know. Some people Nicholas... might think he's handsomer with more gold chains. Yeah, but he doesn't produce. He's not. He's not the same player he was when he was Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. You need him back. He needs to get that eye of the tiger, man. He needs to trade his. He needs to find his passion and not be chasing glory. Well, he's 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 still on the upswing. He hasn't arrived. He's not there yet. He needs to go to Siberia and chop wood. We're Rocky. Great inspiration, Rocky Balboa is. I mean, he needs to be the Italian stallion. That's what he needs. And until he can find that, though, until he can find that, this is what you're going to get.
866-314-9696. David says on Twitter, at Greg Jordan Jim, Nikki C, very full of himself. That Adidas scarf is horrific. I know. He looks like Thurston Howell III, according to David. <laughs> Thurston Howell III. Oh, now I miss Jim, because I'm with Jim. Jim, who's Thurston Howell III? Jim. Jim, who's Thurston Howell III? Now he's not here to not know stuff. Bongers, get him on the phone. Ask him if he knows who Thurston Howell III is. He doesn't. Uh, He's Googling it right now. Dan says, Nicholas is a foo-foo boy. Nick needs to get him from Eye of the Tiger, black market or otherwise. Do it. Rob (laughs) tweeted to us at Craig, Drew, and Jim. Do it. Uh, Gold chains equal hitting power, clearly. Yeah. If there's anything I've learned from beer league softball, it's gold chains equal hitting power. You know, he doesn't want to be Thunderlips, and that's the guy who's all show, no go. Remember Thunderlips, Hulk Hogan? In Rocky, you don't, do you, No, I do, I do, I do. Sorry. Oh, I'm, I thought your silence No, was... I'm, I'm typing. You know when Jim's out, uh, we have to cover Jim's work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 866-314-9696. Is that the problem with Nick, Nicholas Castellanos? You think he feels like he's arrived? This was supposed to be his breakout year. Everyone predicted it. Trevor, Nicholas is like that hipster who wants to be called Stefan instead of Steven. Shut up, Nick. Put Lose down the that, man bun. Put down that minus the bare vinyl record and just go hit home runs. <laughs> I think we'd all welcome Nick Castellanos back. Minus the man bun. Minus the romp him. Just play ball. Do what made you a rising prospect. William, Nick needs to sprint down the beach in short shorts with Carl Weathers to get good. And the only real Nicholas is Caller Nicholas. I know. I know. Nicholas equals wild thing too. Too much hipster before proven. See, <laughs> maybe we're on something. on Twitter. The audience tends to agree. Yeah. I mean, the, the Tiger fans that are listening tend to agree that Nick maybe got full of himself before he was ready. And I don't think it's too late to fix that. He just needs... He just needs Carl Weathers to get him right. Who's going to be this team's Carl Weathers? 866-314-9696. Is that the problem, or do you think maybe he's just not that good? Nick Castellanos, struggling. He's going to get two days off to reset his head. I hope he's listening to Survivor. 866-314-9696. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Okay, so John Heyman from, uh, is this Sports Illustrated? Well, the, the article put- is for FanRag Sports, but you may know Heyman from his years with CBS, with other sites like that. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I didn't know he'd gone to FanRag. Did I miss that, or is he just, ah, whatever. Um, but he's a baseball insider. Everyone knows who John Heyman is who follows the game, right? So he put this article out today, and it says 70 players who could hit the trade block. And he said here, while it's a bit early to know who could be traded, it's never too early to put together a list of who could go in a trade. Here are 70 players who who could hit the block, ranked in order of headline name potential. Uh, big names first, though admittedly many of the top guys are least likely to go anywhere. On the list at number one is Zach Greinke. Just, that's your baseline. Big name who could move. Number two, Justin P. Verlander. Is that really his middle initial? No. Oh. 
<laughs> I made that up. <laughs> I believed you. You said that with such certainty. You sold that well. Well, the P stands for perfect. Oh, um, you. <laughs> I could have said N for no, no. Um, or C for Cy Young. Yep, C for Cy, yes, sir. Or K for Kate. Uh, it goes on to say, with $76 million to go through tw- 2019, half of what's owned at Greinke. Um, the Dodgers were the main team that showed interest in the winter, but the Tigers are seen as not likely to sell. That's baloney, especially with no one running away with the AL Central. I think they go for it. They're going to go for it. To honor Mike Gillich, and besides, he's like a Hall of Famer, which makes him a tough guy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But does it? That's what one rival GM said. If the Tigers are going to do anything smart, they're going to sell JV. Why? He brings the mother load. You trade him to a team with a strong a contender with a strong farm system and see what happens. He should bring Chris Sale type returns. And and the White Sox did a great job getting rid of Chris Sale. Right, but the difference was, I believe, Sale's under club control for a number more years. JV's he, got two more years after this one. Right. And and again, it is not it is not a terrible contract no. in, in any way. It is frankly a friendly contract for a guy who has pitched so well for so long. But I know a lot of Tiger fans are are a bit touchy. Because he is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Right, and because we all love him so much. I mean, I still remember I still remember doing, uh, like being at the game where he, like, he tied his own record for strikeouts and the crowd just going nuts. It's been a great run. All good things must come to an end, though, right? I mean, I don't want JV to go anywhere, but it's over in Detroit. The Tigers are over. They need to start over. And the problem is, if you hold on too long, you lose. And in the history of Detroit sports, the Tigers, the Red Wings, the Lions, the Pistons have always held on too long. You got to cut bait and run now. I Not think, that you don't love JV. Yeah. Just time. I think too often our sports teams adopt the attitude of our city. And, and that's and that's the thing. We love Detroit. I love Detroit. Greg, you basically bleed Detroit if someone cuts you. They have to get close enough. Detroit, but... Detroit's my girl. Right. But Detroit is a city where we as people praise loyalty. We praise hard work. We reward dedication and we reward time served. Sports can't work the same way as the rest of the city, folks. The plant manager at Ford should be honored for his years of service and should be compensated for his years of service. The baseball player for the Tigers should be traded before his value goes down. 
I'm and sorry. And I like the Verlander deal because his contract's friendly. He's going to bring the most. The other guys on this list, Drew, though, are interesting. Are J.D. Martinez at number 10 and Ian Kinsler at number 11. I don't think Kinsler brings anything. I think you're better off keeping him because he'll still be productive. But, but who's going to give you anything for an old second baseman? You're better off keeping him. And then J.D. is the other guy who could bring a nice return, but it won't be what Verlander would to a contender. Because there's going to be other outfielders there who you could get. Okay? Bigger name outfielders. There aren't many bigger name pitchers you can get. Right. You know, I mean, you could get uh, Ryan Braun from the Brewers. You can get A.J. Pollock from the D-backs. I mean, these are all guys uh, who are who are probably going to be more popular on the trade market than J.D. Martinez. You know, that that I just think that the first and last guy you should look at trading is Justin Verlander. Am I crazy? 866-314-9696. Joey Bats could be a guy who's available via trade. Toronto's not going to win. Right. No, and there's you know? I think there's a lot of places you know, that you're going to be looking at if Justin Verlander is made available. But I think the bigger point that Heyman makes here is that there isn't a team running away with the Central. And if the Tigers can win the Central for Mr. Illich or, or whatever reason, you know, maybe to make the playoffs or because it's their job with a $200 million payroll, um, you might see JV dealt next season. You might see JV dealt in the off season. But I think this feeds... Let's get on with it, man. Let's get on right. with it. This feeds into the speculation that maybe the Tigers are a team that's going to be sold. And it's hard to sell a team with a $200 million payroll. It's easier yes. to sell a team with a $175 million payroll, which is what you'd have if you deal Verlander. Well, you're looking at you're looking at 150 or less. Right. I mean, the... If this team's for sale, you'll know it very soon. Uh, the minute they're eliminated, that's when they start selling parts. Um, but, man, I, I think Tiger fans have to reconcile with themselves that maybe JV's days are numbered. I, I think the bigger reconciliation for Tigers fans is going to be the realization that JD is gone. JD Martinez is gone at the trade deadline. Unless you think you're competing for a World Series, and I... <laughs> If at the trade deadline, this team is not in first place in the Central. But isn't that dumb to get rid of him? You should be paying your young guys, not your old guys. And I don't disagree with that. If you move Justin Verlander, you can keep J.D. Martinez. But if you move Justin Verlander, you also have to go and find another pitcher of that caliber. which is No, you won't. You're going to go get a prospect. You You're hope hoping you get to get one do... back in that trade. But you'd also well, hope you can get a hard-hitting outfield prospect back. You might get that for JV. Right. But if you're trading JV, you're going to get, try to get a top prospect from an organization who could be JV. Because you have JV now in Fulmer. You have your new ace. Right. So if you could get a number two or a potential ace and another outfielder, you know, well, now you may be onto something going forward. You've still got Zimmerman under contract for way longer than anyone wants him. Tripes. It was, it's, going to, it's looking more and more like a bad deal. With that deal in place and some of the other money that you've got on the books, including Miguel Cabrera's massive contract, which, again, rewarded, deserves. You want him to retire in Detroit. 
you're not going to be able to have Miguel Cabrera, Justin Verlander, J.D. Martinez all retire as Detroit Tigers. Sorry, folks. It's not my money, but it's not Mike Illich's money anymore either. It's Chris Illich's. It's a different Illich. It's a different group of people running this organization now. And I don't think anyone is interested in paying J.D. Martinez what he is worth. It went from a hobby to a business, Tiger fan. Yep. It, it, went, and, from, it went from a toy to an office. Yeah, it went from, a, from Mike Gillich just loving the game, loving the sport, loving the city, to bean counters. You know, they're going to count everything along the way now, and that's just the way it's going to be. So if you're a Tiger fan, are you okay with saying goodbye to JV? I mean, not to mention, it allows him to go win that elusive World Series that he has not gotten in Detroit. But could you bear the thought of him playing for somebody else? To me, if Joe Montana can play for Kansas City, and if Michael Jordan can be a a wizard, and the Bulls fans still love him, then it's okay. You know, hashtag free JV, man. you got to let him go. Got to get the prospects back and try to turn this thing on a dime with some of the young players you have. And I'm not talking about Nicholas Castellanos. 866-314-9696. 866-314-9696. I just think it's the time. Heyman has him at number two on his list of headliners who could be traded at the deadline. Are we all in agreement that this season is not going to happen? Right? It's the same thing we've been watching for three years. Nobody should be shocked. Nothing should be a surprise right now. This team is going to finish right around 500. They'll probably be in it to the last three weeks of the season. But they're not going to contend for anything. They're not good enough. It's not going to all of a sudden wake up after the All-Star break and get better. No. It's a flawed team. It's top-heavy. And the first step in fixing it is, unfortunately, look to deal. Justin Verlander, your aging ace. You've already replaced him. Yeah. JR on Twitter says you can't trade JV. We have to keep Kate Upton unless Scarlett Johansson's available. JR, I Mm. can uh, politely inform you. As far as I know right now, Scarlett Johansson is a free agent. Interesting. But she can't have that little boy haircut she's got going. We need to grow that out. She can do whatever she wants. Drew, I don't know, man. That that short little haircut doesn't work. I love short hair, dude. I I forbid my wife from having short hair, by the way. (laughs) I do. Every time she cuts it short, I go, oh, you want to look like your mom. Oh, God, that's worse than forbidding it. I would it's rather have said that. No, I, I for that is, <laughs> dude, that is hair shaming on an epic level. <laughs> oh. Coming from a guy with not a stitch on the top of his head. No, that's no, but that's like whenever I would like, oh, whenever I would start to yell because I, I tend to yell sometimes. I would start no. yelling at home about nonsensical things. My no. mom, my mom would look at me and she'd go, "Oh, hey, Kevin, when did you get here?" And Kevin's my dad. Oh, and I was like, "Hey, oh, I'm arguing over nothing." I just tell my wife when she gets her hair cut short, I just say, oh, you want to be your mom nice? I love your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the only guy in the world who's ever hair shamed his wife? Seriously? Hair shame? (laughs) Today on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim, have you ever hair shamed your wife? 866-314-9696. You know what her response is, though, right? Yeah. Okay, Baldo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, sh- I'm like, I feel like you say a lot of things to your wife. I'm not sure how many of them she hears. Oh, she hears them all. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm the man of the house. 
That's why. I'll hair it's shame. Strong hunks of men. I'll hair shame when hair shaming's necessary. By the way, and I would like to. I would like to hear some other men bring their hair shaming game strong. Their hair shaming game. Bring it. Uh, Nothing wrong with hair shaming. It's a permissible bias. All right, listen. We've got to update people on the poll results. We, we did two poll questions of the day today. Uh, I was quite happy with both of them. Uh, I don't even need to check the results. I believe everyone's Castellanos is Nick. The last time you I looked, it was, like, it was like an 88% vote for Nick over Nicholas. No one seems to like the Adidas scarf-wearing, non-home run-hitting version of Castellanos. <laughs> Adidas scarf-wearing. Someone tried to sell me that he was wearing a hoodie backwards. Did you hear that? Why would you wear a hoodie backwards unless you're trying to eat popcorn out of it? Right, unless you're playing video games and you need a trough. Exactly. I like that you're on somebody, my level with that, by the way. Yeah, somebody tried to uh, sell me that. Yeah. But, yeah. um, I mean, they're right. You want Nick Castellanos back. He needs to stop with all this man bun hipster garbage and get back to his roots like Rocky did. And I hold Rocky up in very high esteem. Who doesn't hold Rocky up in very high esteem? I love Rocky. Yeah. Who does? Is there? Are there people who don't love Rocky? Fongers, you love Rocky, mm. right? Fongers loves Rocky. If Jim knew who Rocky was, I'm sure he'd love him. I'm sure he would. Oh, you know what I have to ask you? Because Jim's not here, so we can talk about TV for two minutes. Yeah, well, can I finish the poll results, and then we'll talk about TV to end the show? Yeah, go ahead. All right, we'll get all the business out of the way. Our second poll question of the day was... Uh, based on the uh, being able to eat dinner with your dog now in Michigan, which Greg is a big fan of, I had some I had some hesitations, but honestly, listeners and tweeters put a lot of those to rest. Uh, we asked people, who would you rather have sitting across from you at dinner? Your options were Jim Costa, Greg's dogs, or a dog <laughs> named Jim Costa. In last place is Jim Costa uh, at Good. 19% of the vote. In second place... A dog named Jim Costa with 40% of the vote. In first place, Greg's dogs with 41% yes. of the vote. Greg. can sit next to little Humphrey. You finally won a poll. I took. I know. It took me against Costa to finally win one. Jim, do you now realize why you shouldn't take a day off? Because you will get savaged. See you tomorrow. All right, real quick, Drew. <laughs> you yeah. watch The Black Mirror on Netflix? I have watched a couple episodes of Black Mirror on Netflix. What in the name of all that is holy happened in episode one with the Prime Minister of Britain having sex with a pig? Can somebody explain to me what the hell did it? I have so many questions. Did he set that up? Did he did he do it for his approval ratings? Did he want to have sex with a pig? You know, this whole leaving me hanging has messed my head up. For two days now, I can't think straight because of what I saw in the black mirror. What the hell was that? Drew? Dude, I don't know. I watched that episode, and I think I watched Ugh. the episode after that, which was the, the about some girl with social media, right? Yeah, that was season three, episode one. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was very, very, very disconcerting. Okay. He had sex with a pig for an hour. Oh, God. I still throw up in my mouth a little bit. I, but I don't I understand stopped, because at the I end they watching. painted it. I'm done. I'm out. I I'm not watching, watching one I'm, more I'm episode. Not, look, I, maybe it's a groundbreaking television show, and that, that's cool and everything. 
He what? screwed a pig. How can that be groundbreaking? He he literally porked. He porked. 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 He porked a porker. Fongers is rolling his eyes like, oh, God, I thought it was a good show without Jim, and here these guys go. But I don't get it. It left me completely. It tossed me for a loop. Because, you know, people said, oh, you got to watch it. It's the Twilight Zone revisited, man. No, no. Rod Serling would have never had that. Rod would have been like, no. We're not doing that on my show. So don't tell me to watch The Black Mirror. And I will hold each of you accountable that recommended that show to me, and I will out you. Did you say it was like one of your employees recommended it to you? Yeah, a guy I work with. So I pulled him in my office the next morning. I closed the door, and I said, hey, what the hell did I watch last night? (laughs) And he just burst out laughing because I was like, what is this? It was the weirdest thing. If you have an answer to what the hell I watched and what Drew is so afraid of, it's just let weird, us know. man. I'm not even afraid of it. It's just like, and I'm weird. I like weird TV shows. Hell, I watch anime frequently. This yeah. was too weird for me, and I like a show about a flying cat that talks. Let us know on Twitter or Facebook if you have an answer for why that went down that way it did. Do you know what happened in that show? Because I was left shaking my head. I was left shaking my head, man. I'm not having it. What are you watching that you like right now as we're running out of time? What should what should people be watching? Homeland, and, and my kids are watching 13 Reasons Why, which is a pretty good show on Netflix. Nice. That's I'm watching uh, Fresh Off the Boat. I love Fresh Off the Boat. Really fun show. I got to see it. Is it talking about seafood? No, it's, uh, it's about oh. a, a family in Florida in the 90s. All right. Jim's back tomorrow. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.